93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we get to the contest, we have a surprise guest judge. Yeah, who knew? <laughs> Hal Sparks is back. Hey! Where? How did this happen? I was uh, I was walking through the parking lot. No kidding, <laughs> and uh, and and I was accosted. Are, did you grab him? Yeah, yeah. yeah because uh, Rabbi had his like Shabbos stuff that I had to uh, like. It's a gear in his Torah and yeah, all that. He's, remain he's refrigerated a or something. Yeah. yeah. And I, I had to bring it down the shore because he's he's down at the day off down the shore, and I just I did not want to forget it, so I brought it to my car, and I saw Hal, and right. I was like, dude, yeah, and I was like, dude, I, I did say, listen, you don't have to say yes, don't feel obligated because right. I'm asking you face to face, but uh, he's all about it, absolutely. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a metal fan, I'm a yeah. Maiden fan. We figured I, you'd you know, be you'd be a damn good expert, uniquely for this. qualified, perhaps. Yeah. Uh, we have other uh, guest judges here this morning. Our good friend from Six ABC, Action News. Honcho, Mr. Matt O'Donnell. Yeah. And oh wait, is this his yeah. song? Hold on. <laughs> That's what how this is what Matt listens to. This okay, is, I, I was like, I, if if you if this is you singing, that's uh, awesome. No, no. <laughs> no, this is a this is a band called uh, Between the Barrier. Oh, yeah, I Between like the, the Barrier to Me. And they're playing on progressive. So well. yeah. They're playing on Progressive Nation tour. Are you, you're familiar with them? Yeah, 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 yeah. I just saw them. Yeah, you th- Matt. When, when they were in town, did you go see them recently? No, it never, never worked out. Yeah. I was actually going to meet the band and everything. Oh man, is that wild? That'd be like that'd be like Walter Cronkite in a Sex Pistols. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, didn't Dan rather sing with R.E.M. one time? Yeah. 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 Well, because yeah. of the happen. song that he yeah, got his wrote butt kicked to. What's the frequency? From the, yeah, What's from the, the guys who yeah. clearly are with the men in black or some weird <laughs> g- underground government organization or talk to aliens. They come up to him and ask him what. They kept beating him up, asking him, What's the frequency, Kenneth? What's the frequency, <laughs> Kenneth? There are no witnesses to that incident, too, right. except for Dan Rather. You right. know what, though? They did catch the dude who apparently perpetrated that. Okay. He, he, he attempted to or did in fact kill somebody who was working at NBC. Wow. wow. Yeah, and uh, the dude uh, cooperated his encounter with Dan Rather. But they wow. never figured out why he was calling him Kenneth. I mean, that never... Because really that's his clear. lizard name. Because the lizards <laughs> live among us and uh, assume human form. Duh. I mean, God. Read a David Icke book occasionally, you know? When he peels Look, away the skin, there's the lizard skin underneath. Exactly. Yeah. 19 hours on the internet and all your questions are answered. <laughs> yeah. R.E.M. paid him. Yeah. All right. And then yeah. we have our third judge uh, from our promotions team here at MMR. Please welcome Rockstar Rob. Yeah. Rob, how are you, man? I'm doing good. And nice to be here. Rob you're, Rob is in a band called Death Star Overdrive, uh, which uh, have you guys been playing lately? Uh, here and there. Uh, we're going to do a show um, in August for my birthday. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you end up getting that booking? Uh, because... <laughs> It's your birthday. It's my birthday. <laughs> That's right. No, That's how it happened. Or not, when we need a band for my birthday. Oh, my band. When I first heard that, that Rob was in a band, that he was a lead singer in the band, I, I you know, I, I wanted his CD just to make fun of him. Right. And then we played the CD, and I was like, oh... This is good. I was so disappointed. Clearly, you saying, Casey, you're like, I really wanted it to suck, and it was good, and it was good. So, Rob, Rob, and his his band are very solid. So, we have three qualified individuals that are here to judge. So, uh, here's what we're gonna do: we have four Iron Maiden fans that are here in the studio, and uh, instead of having them now, the song that they're gonna sing on stage is uh, actually I forgot what song it was. To tell you the truth, Casey, Run to the Hills. No, no, no. no, no, Having can wait. Having can wait. wait. Okay. 
but uh, what what we've decided to do is let each one of these guys just sing a portion of their favorite Maiden song. I think that'll kind of level the playing field yeah. a little bit, and they'll be able to sing what they want to. And uh, what we'll do is we'll have them step up, just sing, you know, 10 seconds or so of it. Beardo. Nick, bring me over a uh, contestant. All right, All right. And, uh, let's get this thing started. Big Dan is contestant number right, one. We have Big Dan. Welcome Big Dan. to the studio. Wearing his Motorhead shirt. Yeah, Dude, he was here at 5.30 this morning. Wow. I just Dan. Uh, came from work. You uh, came from work? My balls smell. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know that happens. Yeah. Kathy, yeah. We can you check? That earlier. Yeah. Can you check if his balls smell real quick? <laughs> no. Dan, where, uh, <laughs> yeah. where do you work, by the way, Dan? Uh, I work at a supermarket called Gennardi's right now. Ah, yeah. Never heard of them. <laughs> right now. Right now. So I paid my way through college, and I'm graduating. In August. Oh, right. well, good luck. Hey, have you ever done any uh, any singing in a band or anything like that? Actually, I have. I uh, do play bass as well. I okay. ask Marissa if they can spot Steve Harris a song. I would be more than willing to step in for him. Oh, yeah. All right, but I doubt that'll happen because I don't have the gallop. Well, here's here's your shot to sing with the band. Yep, exactly. All right, so uh, Dan, you've got your headphones on. Are you going to be singing to a song that's playing in your headphones? Yeah. Or? Um, Hopefully. We're not going to be able to hear it. <laughs> no, but you said acoustically. Uh, yeah, yeah. So hopefully I'll start out with Iron Maiden. Maybe I'll end up with Motorhead. Or <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. Whatever you want to sing. Do you know what song you're going to sing? Uh, I'll sing Hallowed Be Thy Name okay. uh, from the 1982 record Number of the Beast. Yeah. First okay. album with Bruce Dickinson. Yep. Yeah. Dan wasn't kidding. He stinks. Real bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nick was standing right next to him. No, seriously, I'm not kidding. I literally came from work, slept in my car out in the parking lot, and here I am, you know stinky what? and sweaty. Maiden, I hope that was Maiden your car. Proud. Yeah. 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 I hope that was your car, because whoever it is is going to have to get it. You know? yeah. Fumigated. Yeah. Stay away from the expensive one that's out there. That's mine. Yeah. All right, yours. Dan, are you ready? Uh, yeah, what the hell? Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Fire it up. Let's hear a little Maiden when you're ready. All right. With the priest comes to read me the last rites I take a look at the balls of the last sight Of the world that has gone very wrong for me Can it be that it's some sort of error How to stop this mountain terror That's the end, not the end, not some crazy dream Thank you Yeah! Nicely done Not bad Dan put a little emotion into it I like that Fist right. in the air, ready to go. Hal, your yeah. opinion on Dan? I, I think uh, he sounds more like D. Snyder, actually. Yeah. If you look tonally. Uh, <laughs> for man, my I, friends, I do actually uh, Brian Johnson pretty well from yeah. from ACDC. Yeah. yeah. And well, by the way, don't you, uh, in your DVD, don't you thank uh, D. Snyder for bringing The Rock? I do, yeah. absolutely, to uh, to duets, because I got to sing with him. I, I called him, at, like, at a pinch. That's another story. Well, yeah. uh, this is this is all about <clears throat> this is all about Dan's moment right now. <laughs> um, uh, I like that he brought his own headphones yeah. uh, and his own iPod to sing along with, so okay. there's a company mount. All right. <laughs> I would, If I were you, I would have gone the extra step and brought the karaoke track and yeah. tried to arrange something, but I get it. it you were it sleeping works. in your car. All right. Matt yeah. O'Donnell, you? All right. Uh, Dan, uh, you know Bruce Dickinson uses his diaphragm. I mean, yes. he fills an arena, <laughs> and I didn't hear any diaphragm from you. Uh, tonation was okay, but, I mean... Bruce Dickinson is just such an excellent singer, and it's just it's hard to mimic him. Yep. Uh, I give you an A for effort, though. I mean, okay. Hey, that's something, man. And Rockstar Rob, what do you think of Dan? Well, first off, I mean, the fact that you came here at 5 in the morning, Mm -hmm. you know. Sorry, I smell. I get it. You sang your ass off. It was definitely ballsy. All right. Definitely ballsy. Um, Okay. The smell he means. <laughs> very, very he showed us his stomach, too. He was out there putting it out there. Okay. okay. That's all. We Rob said he was putting it. it out there. All right, let's cool. get our Belly. next contestant. Uh, Nick, will you? All right, contestant number two is Bob. Bob, right, something up. Nice and close, Bob. 
Hey, Bob, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Good. Where are you from, Bob? I'm uh, from Croydon, Pennsylvania. Uh, do you do any singing at all, Bob? Yeah, I sing for a band called Angry Vic. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you guys area, yeah. uh, in the metal uh, genre? Yeah, it's all 80s rock and metal. Oh, well, this yeah, is right up here. Yeah, Ozzy, Maiden, Journey, perfect. all that are, stuff. Are you the singer, Bob? Yeah. All, all right. right. Here we go. Well, this is go. perfect. See, I wasn't sure what we were going to get because we were having just randomly callers be a, a part of this contest. And I did say, you know, please be able to sing if you can call, you know, if you call in. Usually people don't listen to that, but it yeah. looks like and Bob yeah. also, uh, Bob also stunt doubles uh, Cameron Mannheim. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say Dave King from Fastway, <laughs> which is a good thing. I, yeah, I was going to say, I, I at least like that. Dave right? King's awesome. I was thinking the guy from Sabotage. Bob, <laughs> Bob what song are you going to sing? I guess Trooper. Okay. Trooper! Oh, oh good I selection. Was, I was playing a little bit of the Trooper earlier. I don't have any music, but it's just, yeah. Yeah. Nah, just give us a, uh, you know, just, uh, just a cappella, yep. yeah, whenever um, you're ready. All right. All right. You take my life, but I'll take yours too. You fire your musket, but I'll run you through. So when you're waiting for the next attack, you better stand, there's no turning back. The bugle sounds, the chance begins, but on this battlefield, no one wins. So when you're waiting for the... N- oh, I messed it up already. No, no. no. That's okay, you went on. That was fine. Yeah. Good. I, I had my words back there. No, no, no. I'm so no, nervous. No. I think I'm going to throw up. I, I think you, uh, you you projected well. That was good, Bob. Did you want to finish that last line or no? I am so E-I-E-I-O. That's the final word. There you go. All right, Hal, you want to weigh in on Bob? Obviously uh, yeah. a professional. Obviously a tonal quality is good. Uh, you switch keys midway, which I think is fine because you're singing a cappella. So yeah. you went from, uh, you're down-tuned half a step yeah. when you normally play with your band. Yeah. And then you went into the actual Bruce Dickinson key, which was half a step up. It's interesting. I get it. I totally am with you. Uh, <laughs> obviously, uh, when you hear the note, I'm sure you can hit it. So I'm yeah. not worried about that at all. I think it was a quality effort. Yep. Yeah. Right, cool. uh, Matt O'Donnell? You. Uh, you definitely had the melodicism there. I mean, you really... Uh, you had a good run there, um, and peace of mind. I think that's one of my favorite uh, yeah. Iron Maiden albums. So good selection too. All right, All right. and then Rockstar Rob. Uh, you were a little nervous being in here singing. I'm extremely I think. nervous right now. Yeah. Well, he's performing for you about seven times. <laughs> Once on myself, well, I think. I, I think if you get this, you'll be a thousand times even more nervous to be singing with Bruce. Oh, can you imagine? That's yeah. Right. So I'll um, puke before I go on stage. It wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> start drinking heavily if you get this. <laughs> okay. All right, that's the problem. I need booze. Let's hear it for Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Bob. Good Thank job. Uh, grab some beer. Yeah. 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 We'll set you we got a Bud Light Lime coming for you. All right, cool. And and uh, let's get our third contestant. we got two more to go. Jay, stepping up to the microphone. All right, Jay, come on over here. How you doing, Jay? I'm doing great. How you doing? Good. Jay looks more like average Joe as, yeah. as opposed to the other guys that have, he's, you know, the long hair, the rocker kind of look about him, the motorhead shirt and all that stuff. He's, I, he, I, I think didn't he, know you were going to say that. You were, yeah. <laughs> You look like you showed up for the Jimmy Buffett contest. <laughs> I, I go to that, too. Uh, yeah. Is this yeah, he, the bus looks... to Margaritaville? Uh, Who's that, man? <laughs> hey, Jay, Jay, have you been an Iron Maiden fan all your life? Uh, yeah, when I was a kid. I okay. grew up with it. You know, I right. loved it, and now I'm growing up, and I'm old. No, I'm, well, I'm well, still well, a fan, though. Do you, do you do any singing, or is it just yes, okay. I, I'm a songwriter. All right. Oh, I'm a singer and songwriter. Everybody's got experience. Hey, I like that. He's I'll actually the first singer from Iron Maiden. Yeah. All right, Jay, what are you going to sing? I'm going to sing the chorus to Heaven Can Wait. Okay. Right. Heaven Can Wait. All right. Well, that's the song that you'll get to yes. sing on stage if you <laughs> if you win it. All right. All right. Give it to us, Shay. Okay. Here we go. Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can Wait till another day. Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can Wait. Heaven Can Wait till another day. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Jay with 
this version of the song, Hal Sparks. It's a you know, it's definitely the morning, so it's hard to hit those. Uh, I I appreciate you going for the song you're actually going to go do on the day. Uh, but it raises also the stakes. So, you yes. know, and, and uh, that's actually, uh, I would have rather heard a verse so I could hear some variation in that because Heaven Can Wait, the chorus is the Heaven repetition of yeah. that line, right? Yeah. So, so uh, understood though, but A for effort, absolutely. Right. Right. Matt O'Donnell? Uh, that song is a bit too easy listening for me when it comes to Maiden. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that was one of their pop songs. Yeah, really, that, you consider that um, the, from the Yanni selection. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> You missed you miss a few notes in there, but I think again anyone that's coming in here and singing in front of you know yeah. all your listeners, you know, you absolutely really a lot of credit. And I like the fact that you look normal like me. And right. Kind of <laughs> yes, he's a dead ringer for you, Matt. All right. And he looks like Glenn Fry even from yeah. the Eagles. Yeah. Do, Rock, yeah. Do some Eagles. I totally uh, I think thought, you can pull off some Eagles. I know that. Yeah. You know, just because I look like. Yeah. Them. Right. You have to be able to. Rockstar Rob. What do you uh, think? I thought we had a vinyl record on because all I heard was cracks and pops. Oh. oh. He's right, man. It's early. Rockstar <laughs> Rob is our Simon. Right. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Let's That's get our funny. final contestant, Nick, for the Sing with Iron Maiden on stage. The guy with the Iron Maiden shirt on, yeah, Frank. He's that All guy. Right. All right, Frank. How you doing, man? How you doing, man? Doing great. Where are you from? Manny Young. And do you sing at all? No, I play drums. You play drums? Yeah. Hey, there you go. Matt and I, you're, we're all brethren. We're so brothers. All drummers are... Want to be singers? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. So, what uh, what maiden song you want to pop uh, out for? I'm going to do uh, Revelations from Peace of Mind. Hey. Okay, all right. When you are ready, uh, give it to us, Frank. Setting up his iPod. He's got his iPod too. Good move. Good Didn't idea. even think of that. Going with earbuds. <clears throat> Interesting. Just a babe in a black abyss. No reason for a place like this. The walls are cold and the souls cry out in pain. An easy way for the blind to go, a clever path for the fools who know the secret of the hangman, the smile on his lips, the light of the blind, you'll see, the venom tears my span, the eyes of the Nile are opening, you'll see. Still not. <laughs> bobbing, getting bobbing, into it. bobbing. She came to me with the serpent's kiss as the eye of the sun rose on her lips. Moonlight catches silver tears. I cry. All right, yeah. All right I'm gonna stop yeah. it right there. He's still going. He doesn't. He can't hear us. Still got his earbuds in. He has no idea. He got his earbuds in. He can't tell. Still singing. Someone, someone hit him. Somebody wave him. There we go. He was lost, <laughs> yeah. lost in the world of Maiden. Right. And had but no Nick, Nick rather yes. punched him, so it's not. Yeah. Right. And uh, Frank's friend Meat Face covered his face the entire performance. Hal <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, Sparks, what do you think of Frank? Uh, I, you know, uh, not being privy to the tone of the song you were singing, it was hard to tell if you were in key, but I'm assuming so because uh, you kept hitting the same notes over and over again, which is a good thing. <laughs> That's actually a plus, you know what I mean, when it varies. Uh uh, again, everybody tends to check it out on the high notes and kind of pull back. And when you're listening to other music in the background, it's easy to go into car mode where you're yeah, yeah, singing yeah, yeah. in the car and you're like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> so, 
might want to try acapella next time if, if there was a phase two of this. But uh, otherwise, very strong. All very right. Strong. Matt O'Donnell. Very nice. Hey, you, nice for Brado. You had the melody going. You, uh, you missed some, but you know, I guess everyone kind of did this morning. Uh, you had that uh, that scratchiness that I kind of like with Paul Diano in the first two albums, where he, he just kind of had that punk feel to it. You know, it wasn't that you know full on metal stuff. Uh, you did get worn out in the end, but again, you know, you're, you're we let him go on for 13 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give him the hook. Right, uh, I, that that kind of stuff is just so hard to sing. So I, I, I like, and you're a drummer too. Yeah, so there you go. we're bros, man. And then uh, <laughs> rock star Rob, what do you think? Well, um, I had visions of like. The cartoons where the giant hook comes out. Oh, oh, oh. Wrong. Coming from a guy in a velvet jacket. <laughs> hey, it takes a lot of effort to wear this at this time of the morning. Apparently it takes the same amount of effort to wash it. <laughs> All right. You well, do realize people can write things on it by rubbing their finger backwards. <laughs> it, right? You should know that. I got an email from Sonny a moment ago that said, what the hell is Matt O'Donnell doing there? <laughs> what does he know about metal? Matt knows more about metal than most people I've He's met. out of his mind. He's a big Tool fan, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah? They're my favorite band. You know, Iron Maiden was my second favorite band. Oh, I didn't Van know Halen was, It was Van Halen, then I got into Iron Maiden. You know, I, I was total Iron yeah. Maiden. Yeah. And he also loves all the... the trash <laughs> you like, have you listened to Pussifer or Sturgeon? I don't really like it's the Pussifer stuff. It's just, it, yeah. I know it's really left field stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, like the Mike tool. Patton type stuff that yeah. he does. Yeah, and you know, I you love know? Mike Patton yeah. too, but I just. See, he knows his stuff. Right, yeah. exactly. And he wears a tie to work. And he wears, <laughs> and he wears yeah. makeup. Yeah. And makeup. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. But when he goes out, button. instead of taking a lunch break, Matt will go out into the parking lot and kill a goat. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's how I, that's what I drink. Not yeah. kill. What's the word? Not Slow kill. Sacrifice. sacrifice. No. Right. Our, our first two judges really know a lot about music, too. Every time that they judge one of the contestants, they're talking about tone and, and, and terms that I don't know anything about. And then you get to Rockstar Rob, and he's just mean. Yeah. Which is awesome. Mean. Yeah. Cow, he's our sign. Absolutely, except uh, I guess Matt better is hair. And, uh, yeah, I'm Paula, except I'm not drunk right now. Right, exactly. Yeah, or on pills, or both, huh? actually. Hello? Or, yeah. Hello? Legs way, up, feet in the air. This is a little bit of, uh, of, Hal's, of Hal's band, Zero One, and uh, this song is uh, Mad Season. I'll play just a little bit of it for you. So, And you're playing guitar and singing on this, yeah, Hal, right? Yeah, we're a three-piece. Here we go. See, I can tell Zach Wilde is in it. Uh, yeah. You, we were talking about him off air. You do that squeal. That oh, the, the pings, which, yeah. uh, you know, Jakey e. Lee, yeah. Randy Rhodes himself. I mean, uh, all the early Dio stuff. Yeah. And the Dio stuff, they're always buried underneath the keyboards. But if you listen to, you know, like Rainbow in the Dark oh, or anything, yeah. that, that big, that's all, that squall is yeah, in there. But yeah. they just cover it with a big <laughs> kind of keyboard noise from, like, the guy from Wait, Europe. Europe. Like, uh, do you mind if I set up my keyboard in here for like, <laughs> like uh, just so I can practice. Uh, I can't. I can't practice in the studio because uh, his eye, his teeth are so shiny. My lead singer's teeth are so shiny. Joey it Tempest. blinds me. Joey Tempest. Joey, Joey Tempest. And yet, if you go see Dio, you don't even see the keyboardist. He's off yeah, stage. Way, yeah, yeah. It's just like Ozzy. Ozzy has a keyboard player, but he's in the parking lot you know, <laughs> playing samples and stuff. Yeah. You know who else I hear in this house? Uh, no. All seriousness, a little prong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And Here's Tommy Victor is at the guitar. Yeah. Here's Hal singing. You're good, dude. 
Thanks, Hal. Thanks. Very good. Excellent. What, uh, what is the name of the disc that this is on? Just Zero One. I believe in self-titling your yeah. first record only. Yeah. I, <laughs> nothing makes me crazier than a band whose fourth album is, you know, is entitled, you know, like whatever their band is. You know, we're Red Satter, so we're, uh, you know, that's our fourth. Like, dude, I know who you are by now. Can we get creative? You're annoying me. <laughs> I just, I just the label's idea. Hal, the new Weezer album. And that's What's called it called? Weezer. Weezer. That's yeah. so annoying. <laughs> but the Red Album. Doesn't mean the content's bad. No, it's no. just a dumb marketing scheme to let's reinvent the band let's hit restart <laughs> that's like every peter the gabriel first, album was called peter gabriel yeah. right the, the you know the first winger record which everybody thinks is called winger was originally called sahara <laughs> if, you look at, if you look in the bottom corner of that weird design that's on the front in front it says sahara but everybody just glossed over that right. blew it off but uh, chuck D'Amico, our assistant program director he was he really liked your album and was listening to it all morning and afternoon right long on and pulled me in to listen to a couple of tracks so thanks yeah, that's a good so, sign especially for an actor band as yeah. it were you know usually yeah. people do that to giggle yeah uh, so but this yeah i'm the nice thing is you know we're three piece i play guitar and sing there's no bs it's me or it's not you know, like when you watch the band, it's not like like when you go see you know Jim Belushi's blues band where there's like seventy guys on stage, and you're right. just like, at what point are you involved in this band at all? I, uh, you know, so I it, I figure if it's just me, you can judge me at least on that. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Are you right. on iTunes? Yeah, we're on iTunes. Yeah. Zero one. The word zero on the number that. one. Yeah. All right. All right. Now we're gonna play a little bit of Rockstar Rob's band. Nice. Death Star Overdrive. The finger my trigger, by the way. Nice. And that's you, Rob, singing? That's me singing. So now karma can come back and people can be mean. <laughs> right, right. No, it, well, we said you'd sound Very vaguely good. like him. You don't look like him. You know, like <laughs> we're, we're not like sending someone to the hospital to get a sandwich for you. This is <laughs> this, uh, now Matt O'Donnell plays drums, and this is a clip of him. Apparently, Casey sent me. Because you missed the impressionist in the art gallery this weekend. Renoir! <laughs> Hal picked up it was animal, right? Yeah, that's my, that's my favorite animal quote ever. If you notice that, in the, in, like they're going, he, he missed the impressionist uh, exhibit at the art gallery this weekend, and you hear animal in the background go, Renoir! <laughs> Which is such a brilliant hidden joke. So good. I love that. All right, well, we need to know, gentlemen, of our four contestants, who are you going to choose? We had Jay, we had Dan, we had uh, Bob and Frank, who are contestants. Right. They've um, all won tickets to the con- uh, concert, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's awesome. awesome. So they're all winners. Okay. <laughs> they're no now winners. I'm the Paula. So uh, can I have a drum roll, please, yes. as we figure out who our winner? Who's going to make this announcement? Hal, are you going to do it? Yeah, yeah. why don't you do it? I'll, I'll just tell you, it was unanimous. I mean, we didn't even disagree. And yeah. I think we all knew right We had we one heard. little bit of variance on one of the other contestants because there was definitely, were, you know, honorable mention. But uh, we yeah. went with Frank. Hey! 
for his uh, for his total commitment yes. and his refusal to stop, which is largely the most metal thing about any performance I was this morning. Doing my own show. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, he looked like a rock star. Dan really, had he, you know rock it. star ball smell. I mean, that's not <laughs> that's more a punk show and totally worth it. Uh, Bob, God bless you and your Dave King look. I'm a big fan of flogging Molly and Fastway, but uh, a little too nervous for that. Jay, uh, you know, heaven, sang Heaven Can Wait, and we decided we could wait as well. <laughs> but awesome. Well, and, uh, but, but Frank uh, just went for it, you know. We hope that he will actually take over the show. Yeah. Like Bruce will have to whack him with his totally, microphone like, to come be quiet. You know? Yeah. Or bring the hook out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, but he's a drummer, so he's probably going to try and get behind Nico's kid. Yeah. Nico McBrain. Absolutely. Now, now Frank, you uh, you are going to be on stage singing awesome. with Iron Maiden, man. How about that? A dream come true. A dream awesome. come true? Great. Yep. Well, yeah, learn some mic control. Step closer to the mic now. <laughs> this is a good time to practice. All, all of a sudden, he's mellow now. Before, yeah. he, he couldn't yeah. shut him up. Well, humility is set in. And uh, we'll, we'll take care of all the particulars and set it up for him. Give him some love, gang. Yeah. Taking on stage with Iron Maiden. Want to thank our judges, of course, Rockstar Rob and his band, yep. uh, yeah. uh, Overstar Death Drive, or, I'm sorry, Death Star, Death Star Overdrive. Over under baby time. <laughs> Where are you guys going to be playing next, Rob? Uh, we're working on new material. Yeah. Uh, no, you, you don't know at this point? Uh, no, we're working on new material, and like I said, then the middle of August, um, we're going to put uh, a master show together. You mean because- a golfers? Yeah, <laughs> no. Because I don't want I don't I want it to basically uh, tomorrow that next morning we'll still be playing. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. Well, nice. thank you very well, much. You say, have you, have you thought know. about adding Frank to the band then? Because <laughs> he's good, man. I'll never get He'll any keep time going. Yeah. Right. Let's just keep singing. And uh, of course, thank you to Six ABC's Matt O'Donnell. Thanks for having me. Wait Great time. time. Wait to, Great to hear Maiden tunes. Way so. to infiltrate the system from the yeah. inside. They don't know I'm gone, by the way. They're like, oh, I nice. must have went out for lunch or something. Are you a big Opeth fan? Do you like Yeah, Opeth? I love Opeth. Dude, really they're the funniest they, They're not serious. Ever. You guys better go out to lunch or something, <laughs> man. That, like, I just yeah. saw the Progressive Nation tour, and, uh, you know, it's uh, Dream Theater anchors that show, but it's uh, Between the Buried and Me, Three, yeah, and, and Opeth. And Opeth. You know, Opeth is a band that yeah. they never got any press, and, you know, they, they, from but the, the place is full album, of people wearing Opeth yeah, shirts. From the first album, they, they're all virtuosos. Well, it's like it's fun to see them getting attention. Are right. you talking about like a, like a green jello yes. type of funny? Yeah, they're, they're, they're Swedish band, and they come up there, and they'll go up there, and they go uh, in between songs after going, <laughs> that's what they sound, and that's what he sings like. And yet, in the middle of it, he's very soft-spoken. He goes, yeah. uh, this next song, we were at last night, we were at uh, uh, Rainbow Bar and Grill, and we met uh, Matt Sorum, and we met uh, the... Uh, the lead singer of Britney Fox and we met uh, the, and we learned from them that if you are butt ugly but you need a slow song so you can get chicks so <laughs> this is our slow song and then they go gunk it's really catchy. It's awesome. It's really good, actually. It's okay. a, they're, they're, you know, I'm, I'm kidding around, but it's Opeth is awesome. They're the real deal. They really O-Pec? are. Yeah. Opeth. O-P-E-T-H. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a reference, even though we asked Swedish, it's a reference to the, um, uh, some sort of, I don't know, pharaoh thing. <laughs> some sort of hieroglyphic or something. Right. Something that's very now death metal. <laughs> now it all, it all comes together. Yeah, totally. Look at Hell's face when he does I go into character. It's true. You can't not. You can't not. You have to kind of numb your upper brow and try kind of half be asleep in between these big metal songs and just roll hard, hard. You know, it's, it's kind of take a nap. 
right, well, thank, <laughs> thank you. And Hal Sparks is going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. Two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. HeliumComedy.com for the information. We still have a link to his personal websites up on PrestonSteve.com. Oh, Dude, thanks for coming in. Oh, man. it's so good. It's great. It worked out terrific. That's yeah. awesome. Cool. All right, let's hear it for Hal Sparks. Yeah. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Steve and Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You guys are really excited about this interview. Yeah. We've yeah. been yeah. talking about this for a while. He is one of these uh, these uh, very smart men who, who talks about a, a subject that we are fascinated with, space and space exploration and things of that nature, but he does it in a way that's very approachable. I'll bet you didn't know this, though, that People Magazine in 2000 voted him the sexiest astrophysicist. Wow. Uh-huh. Oh, they oh, yeah. did. Uh, let's welcome him. He is the host of... Uh, where's where, Oh, we need appropriate music. Hold oh, on. Yeah. Here we go. Do we have that? There you there go. You go. Uh, he is the host of uh, Nova Science Now, and we welcome him. It is Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah! To the show. Good morning, Neil. Thanks for the music and uh, you know, <laughs> and everything. We're not screwing around we here. We want to make you feel uh, warm and comfortable. And uh, about that People Magazine thing, just consider the category, first of all. <laughs> yeah, how many yeah, are there? Yeah, I, I guess you're right. big-headed about it. <laughs> I guess it was, it was you and Stephen, Stephen Hawking. Hawking so. <laughs> So you won that one yeah, right? by but, default, Doctor. Yeah. I got to say, you're you're a, a tough guy to get a hold of. Uh, myself and uh, our uh, associate producer Nick have, have been trying to get you on uh, for you know, months, months, if yeah. not years, if not yeah, for, at least for corner of the universe, but just apparently not the right one. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, no, we, we've contacted your university and and all sorts of stuff, and it it wasn't until uh, you you were pushing something uh, that we were actually able to get you on. <laughs> Listen, Doctor Neil, I I have to tell you that when it, when I watch programs like yours i really i feel like that scene in animal house where they're smoking pot and they're saying you know that on your, your there could be a whole little universe and you know and I, some of this stuff is so enormous it just it blows my mind do, do you have to as a scientist um how do you look beyond that enormity? I mean, it's got to be difficult to sometimes focus oh, there's in. There's nothing beyond the enormity. The enormity defines the scale of how everything else gets measured. So that's how that's how that plays out. There, it's funny because some people, like my my younger brother, used to freak out when I would say, you know, Tom, the universe goes on forever. <laughs> uh, well, and and I, I, I find that to be awe-inspiring. Other people find it uh, horrifying. Yeah, our brains are not really wired for things like infinity and forever and eternity. And, right. Uh, yeah, we're not really wired for that. Speaking of that, uh, we had been to the uh, an exhibit, actually it was a Star Wars exhibit at the, at the Franklin, and they, had, they were showing uh, photographs of what they said was light, sort of this bluish light. I guess that the Hubble had, had taken photographs of of re- remaining energy from the big bang mm-hmm. I, is is that in fact what what we were seeing or i didn't know if it was an artist representation or if that was indeed a hubble photograph well there are images we have of the remnant of the big bang but that would not have been taken by hubble cuz okay. that's in a band of light that hubble doesn't see hubble sees regular light like what we see okay. visible light but the remnants of the big bang come to us in microwaves okay so and nothing to do with your oven but yeah, yeah, yeah. microwaves in your oven but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there are things in the universe that only talk to us via microwaves. 
such as the beginning of the universe. Does does that, with all that you've seen and all that you've embraced intellectually, does, does stuff like that still blow your mind? Yes, completely. Yeah. Yes. Even other things that just put large numbers in perspective, like, for example, in your lower colon, one centimeter of your lower colon contains more bacteria living and working there. You know me! <laughs> who have ever lived in the history of the world. Wow. That's so, amazing. So as an astrophysicist, you get to think about large numbers and how they relate back to you and put you, put you in context. The, the, your, your situational awareness within nature and the cosmos itself. The news that just came out about uh, ice being, uh, uh, water being found on Mars. How, yeah. how does that impact the scientific community? Well, that's great. In fact, one of the segments of Nova Science Now, I went to the headquarters of Phoenix, right? when it was making its first dig. It's got a little digger. It looks like a kind of a backhoe, which is only the size of your fist, though. Right. And the, there'd be no water on the Martian surface today. We think there was once water long ago, but where's the water now? We, this went below the surface. Well, how do you confirm that? you got to dig. Right. So this lander, the Phoenix lander, which landed right where the polar ice caps are receding as the Martian summer begins. As most people don't know, Mars <laughs> rotates once every 24 hours. It has a tipped axis. And so it goes through seasons. It has polar ice caps. It's similar to Earth, then, in, 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 the, in the way it revolves. Yeah, except correct? that it's 200 degrees below zero. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, except cold. for that part. <laughs> hey, um, your brain is pretty full. Um, did, how do you, did you know that? Yeah, I mean, seriously, it's like you, you eat at a scientific smorgasbord every single day, and uh, you just don't, like, like, how do you make room to learn new things? Oh, well, that's, a, that's an excellent question. And what the great thing about science, especially the physical sciences, is that, uh, take particle physics, for example. You know, there's like, who, who's keeping count of how many particles there are that we've discovered? What matters is not how many particles there are, but how many laws of physics describe them, mm -hmm. which is only very few. See, so you learn the fundamentals of the operations of the universe, and everything else is simply an ornament on that tree. It, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. I'm, I'm getting chills just hearing you re, uh, recite that dramatically. Uh, I know one of the things coming up on the show is going to be uh, 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 t the topic of black matter. Or dark matter. Well, dark, dark matter, matter. Yeah. yeah. Well, describe what that is for, for people who don't know what it is, and, and, and what, what do you, uh, what do you uh, well, expose to the people who don't know what it is includes every single professional who's trying to find out what it is. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, in, what in theory is it? Okay. No, we, we have no freaking idea. Yeah. <laughs> Scientifically uh, speaking. Uh, <laughs> now, don't use those scientific terms on us. Yeah. Uh, it's it's eighty percent. It's eighty-five percent of all the gravity in the universe is traceable to a source that is unknown to us. Okay, we're made of electrons, protons, neutrons, so are black holes and gas clouds and stars and galaxies. That's one-sixth of the gravity of the universe. The other five-sixths come from someplace we don't know, and so we call it dark matter. We don't even know it's matter. It's really dark gravity. And so there are particle physicists who think it may be a newly undiscovered particle. So, so a predominant, at least the, the major bulk of what comprises our universe is something we have no idea what it is. And, and by the way, the major bulk is not even the dark matter. It's something else called dark energy, which we measure to be there, but we're also equally as clueless about that. So if you add up, if you tally how much of the universe we actually understand, it's 4%. Jesus. Wow. So we're just kind of dumb, stupid about it. Wow. But that's, people say, well, do you have a problem with that? I say, no, I love it. So, so we know, of all that is knowable, we know about 4%. Of all the forces and pressures that that are influencing the universe we only know four percent of all of those forces wow correct. when wow. you watch movies like contact or, or read carl sagan or, or watch um you know star wars do you watch those movies um with the perspective that some of these things might be achievable by man at some point 
Uh, not when I saw, for example, Armageddon. No. Right, okay. <laughs> With Bruce Willis, the, yeah. the one no, no. saving the world. Yeah. You have to be selective. And some movies are, are great about that. Contact really got a lot of the science right, nearly all of it science right. Um, Deep Impact, one of the other asteroid impact movies, they got their science right. So um, what I'm intrigued about is not so much what they do with the science, but the intersection of the science with culture. In Deep Impact, an asteroid's coming to Earth. What does a government do? Right. Do you stockpile food? Do you stick everybody underground? Right. And so these, these for me, are the more interesting explorations. There. Yeah, and contact, the, the religious application to that was real interesting. Wasn't that interesting? Yeah. Right, and all the cults that rose up around the, the alien intelligence. I mean, mm -hmm. it's remarkable. And that's where, for me, that's the fun part. Uh, 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 the, just, there's so many questions. I know. <laughs> Make us smarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were talking about black holes a couple of years ago. Avoid and I, them, first of all. <laughs> Avoid them, but uh, I, I think uh, I was uh, I I was trying to say that like a black hole is a sort of like the yin to the sun's yang. Uh, if you it, it, does that make any sense to you? So no, like, it would be the yin to the yang of what we call a white hole. Oh, now what what is it? What is a white hole? Well, it was theorized in the 1970s as the mathematical opposite of a black hole, which okay. is legit. You, you, equations can have more than one solution. So what? Well, 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 a black hole. Absorbs everything. And compacts things. A white hole would expand. Well, would only spew things out. And so that led to the idea maybe they're connected by a wormhole and that one, they're, they're two sides of the same coin, the yin and the yang. So is, is the, this potential for wormholes, and as science fiction has, has now used it quite liberally, uh, is, is there theoretically a potential for huge space travel through wormholes? Yeah, well, theoretically, but the current way we understand how to make a wormhole requires as much energy as what you'd find in all the stars radiating in an entire galaxy. Okay, so that ain't going to happen. And we're still pulling fossil fuels out of the Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, it's, you're, you're seeing a couple months yet for that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just say, you know, hold off on your hopes for that one for a while. What we really need is like a warp drive, like what they have in Star Trek. That allows them to cross the galaxy during a TV commercial. thousand <laughs> <laughs> years. Is, well, they, for years they said that the, the, the travel at the speed of light would, is something that would never be achieved yet. I, I've heard a few things recently that seem to indicate that, that it, it is a potential. No, here's the problem. Even if you could travel the speed of light, it would still take you 100,000 years to cross the galaxy. Yeah. The speed of light is not even good enough if you want to actually explore the rest of the universe outside of our local group of stars. The rule is whatever is your expedition, you want it to be finished before you die. Yes, yeah. that really helps. Yeah. <laughs> a manned mission to Mars. Um, it's 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 in our future if the if the nation has the will to do it. We've got the the spacecraft getting built right now uh, that'll get us out of low Earth orbit. We haven't left low Earth orbit since 1972. Yeah. So we've been kind of landlocked here, and now we have a new vision statement on the Moon, Mars, and beyond. And I think we need that to stimulate the the the. Uh, the scientific creativity that we want to make sure kids have growing up so that we're not left behind by the rest of the world. With the, the uh, growth of economies will flow out of our investments and innovations in science and technology. A lot of that stuff that came out of the original space exploration translated into devices and things that we all benefit from today, correct? And that, unfortunately, that we all take for granted. Today. Right. That's right. Yeah. And, and they, with a with uh, prolonged uh, manned mission into, uh, into space and uh, Mars and whatnot, have they figured out the, the issues with, uh, with radiation on no, uh, that's astronauts? No, you, you're well read there. That's a good problem. That's a problem that there's radiation from the sun that's not really good for your DNA. You right. Know? right. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Wow. You know, the, the trips to the moon were a couple of days. You could do that between solar outbursts. But a trip to Mars is a multi-year mission. Yeah. And the sun, over that period of time, burps up high-energy uh, particles 
chemicals that can be very damaging to human health. I, I don't mean to bombard you with questions, but uh, con- uh, concerning... Yes, concerning yeah. <laughs> I, I have you on the phone, Damon. I'm going I'm to wring you dry like a sponge. Uh, I've heard theoretically that you could go to, sort of to the uh, hang just off a black hole where it's my understanding that time starts to slow down. Yes. You could theoretically go there. Uh, and then you, you would not age as uh, you know as quickly as everyone back at Earth, and, and potentially come back to meet your own grandchildren. Is yes, that... you could. Okay. Or your great 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 grandchildren, depending mm-hmm. how long you want to hang out at the edge of the black hole. Really? Oh, yep. Yeah. Isn't that free? Yeah, yeah, speed, speed of light travel. It's it's wow. because the black hole the black hole is its force is so powerful. It it actually it it, it slows down it, time. It not only warps space, it also warps time. Yep. And so time slows down. Now you think time is ticking just normally for you when you look out to the rest of the universe including back at Earth, everything seems to be going in slow motion. So you can watch whole generations of your descendants, um, you know, uh, grow up in age, and you can come back and check out. Now, people would have long forgotten about you. Right, right. <laughs> it's an experiment that's not, you know, who wants to do it, really? Could there really be a tiny universe and an <laughs> atom in my fingernail? Not likely, because oh, the, we, we, we know what's in your fingernail. <laughs> okay, right. just hey, checking. Uh, listen, we want to, we, unfortunately, you're on a tour now, so you got yeah, you to gotta, gotta uh, right. go. But, uh, but we got to do this again. Yeah, yes, we do. I'm going to call you. I'm going to talk to you like your assistant over there at the university, and uh, we got to get you on again soon. Here's what you do in January. i got a book coming out on Pluto, which shows the hate mail I got from kids when they learned that we had to <laughs> right. All right. Well, we'll you come g- back for that. you got to come in for that. We we love the show. The show is just phenomenal. Yeah. It, it, it does it completely right and puts it into layman's terms and for idiots. The frontiers of science. We try to make science feel like it's just a natural thing, not the yeah. medicine that you have to be forced to take. All right. Well, he's the host of Nova Science Now, and we'll get him back on, we promise. Astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson. Thanks for coming on, Neil. Great we appreciate it. All right, take care. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. An incredibly smart man. Don't you love that stuff? Most of all, knows how to explain it properly. That's the tough part. And there was, like, no time between question and answer. He he didn't even have to think about it. He was like, oh, yeah. Unbelievable. And Casey, you made a young man very proud. He said you had a very good question. Dude, I I did a couple fist pumps. I know you did. I know. I'm I'm, I'm proud. That slow child asked a good question. (laughs) Well, that involves the flux capacitor. Flux capacitor. (laughs) Canaciter. Flux canaciter. What's new? Glad you asked. Muse. Everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WMMR. I'm intrigued by this because... Oh, my bad. Oh. What the hell are you doing? My bad. Your vagina is. <laughs> that's, what it, that's what it sounded like. The vagina is cold is what it sounded Her like. vagina is cold. <laughs> Whose uh, vagina is it? Who it belong to? Uh, Some men, they have so much heat and in penis. Speaking of the... Vagina there for a moment. That is cold. I'm I'm quite uh, intrigued. Casey had uh, just mentioned something to me quickly that he I think you saw a TV commercial for. Yeah, it kind of uh, it kind of threw me for a loop uh, because it, it was this commercial where these two ladies are out having a good time together. <laughs> it always oh, is. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let me guess, uh, feminine hygiene. Uh, yeah. Yes, because girls never have a better time when they're having their period. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're out having a good time together Bye-bye. and and uh, they're they're out trying clothes on and and the one chick throws a boa around the other girl's uh, <laughs> neck and, and they're like, oh my, oh my God. And then she gets this little look like, oh my God. Lastastic. Oops, I was laughing. Just peed a little. Wait a you minute. Know? What? She said that? No, but like that's kind of like the, that's the, look. the look that she gave. Like, Press, you know that look. First of all. Sure. <laughs> 
Oops. If I ever I were an actor, the one thing I would never ever do is I wouldn't be the guy who craps himself in a TV commercial. But I'd so, love that. Yeah, no, easy. But this lady, so she, she, so she pees a little bit, and then it turns out the uh, commercial is for this product. Um, it's like a pad, you know, like a you know like a maxi pad. However, they used the term uh, not just a period pad. Not so, just a period pad? Yeah. Is that so, a tongue twister? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so you use it in case you're laughing hard and pee a little? So essentially, yeah. Sometimes I don't make it to the bathroom in time. I, so that's, that's what I want to ask. Like, do girls have a problem sometimes where they might just kind of, like, so, let a little well, squirt out? Casey, in the, in the actual commercial, the, the impression you got is that what this woman was indicating is that <laughs> they were having such a good time that she peed a little? Yeah, she laughed so hard, like, oops, just peed a little. And then they showed uh, the, uh, you know, side-by-side comparison of a regular period pad. Uh, and a not just period pad. Was it because maybe I'm thinking for older women? No, these women were not were not old from what you gather. No, right? no, my forties maybe max. You know, and they had a decent like thickness consistency to it. Yeah, and that was the other thing because you know pee they, pads. They, they pour the the blue liquid on there. Who it wasn't pees like blue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was you know a Smurf. They poured out the blue water on it. You know, not just like a little tinkle. Well, that's weird because pads themselves are disgusting and gross and extremely uncomfortable. Well, you to should wear. be a spokeswoman. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, they are, but I mean, so somebody who would just wear it in case they peed a little is that's gross. Uh, let me that's tell you something. Odd as well. I get a number of emails, and we we get them. I'm sure you do as well, Preston. From from uh, people who who pee a little when they're laughing at the show. Sure. And, and the predominant amount of those emails. I've done it. Come from women. Yeah, yeah. The women, I, I think the women pee their panties easier than men do. Yeah, that that might actually be the case. I have full on <laughs> peed my pants. Like, like full on relieve yourself? Because she's very lazy and she says, that bathroom's pretty far. You mind if I open the floodgates? The levee's just broken my pants. It's Katrina all over again. No, Steve, I've laughed so hard. My panties are up on my ass flagging a helicopter. <laughs> no, I've I laughed. Laughed so hard once that I, a little bit came out, and then a little more, and then I just couldn't, I couldn't stop it. And I was like, "Forget it, I'm gonna have to get changed anyway." And oh I just, le- it just came out. I mean, How really? Wait, uh, it was. You took a full whiz in your pants. Yeah, yeah. Oh my, it was, uh, it was a while ago. I was probably in high school, but okay. my cousin and I were trying to sneak out, you know, and go out for the night or whatever. And <laughs> probably around that time, right? All right, well, the only time I've ever peed myself while awake was uh, I was real. I was young. I, I mean, I must have been like eight or nine, but me and my brother, my older brother, we decided, you know, how the chipmunks. Were you wearing a pad? No, 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 but we just, we wanted to do this thing. Remember in the chipmunks when they wanted to look like an adult, they would all get on each other's shoulders and put a trench coat <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, right. Well, me and my older brother did that, and I got on his shoulders, and he turned around, and we looked. Just put on a fake mustache? No, no but no. he turned around, and we looked in the mirror, and I thought it was so funny looking. <laughs> Why, I'm beautiful. I just started laughing and then I started peeing on the back of his head. Oh, that is awesome. I mean, like, and That's I couldn't awesome. stop. And, <laughs> and then we fell over like a Christmas tree and I just finished. I just finished yeah, all see, over Yeah, see, like, if him. it just starts a little yeah. bit, you just, you just have to go. You just go. I'll tell you where I came extremely close and it would have been horrible, but Casey and I, we were uh, we were in a live broadcast. I forget where it was, but I was going to Casey's hotel room and we were going to drive together and wow. there was something on the news and and the oh, anchor said wait, no. they were laughing and crying at the same time. Well, yeah. Casey just busted out into laughing, then crying, laughing, then crying, <laughs> laughing, then crying, and uh, kept doing it. And I, I almost it would have been very, very bad. But I did. I think I peed a little bit that morning too. Hang on, I want to go to these calls because we're getting people who are concurring with some of this. Let me go to uh, Amber. Hi, Amber. Good morning. Good morning, you guys are on. Thank you. What's up, Amber? 
when I was pregnant with my son, I used to wear them. They're called poise. Poise pad? Yeah. Yes. I like poise. Well, I could see maybe for pregnant women. I mean, I don't know, but but uh, I think some different stuff happens down there. Poise. <laughs> like it depends diapers. Poise. Wait, hold on. What, Amber? It's like it depends diapers, but it's just a pad, and it's not it's not made to hold a full bladder. But you know, when right. you sneeze. And you're pregnant, you really don't have the control. Well, you know what the, the impression I'm getting? I, I would expect a woman who's pregnant who has all that extra yeah, pressure right, right. to would, not be able to hold her pee. Yeah. Would you market it towards pregnant women? Right. Casey's saying these are just... Uh, just regular women. Do you know how women go around and they like to put boas around each other and dance yeah. around? Yeah. Whatever. And just like to pee. You know, you go, you're, you're peeing, buddy. <laughs> hey, you want to go out and go shop and we'll piss together? It'll be great. <laughs> so it seems like that's that they're not targeting uh, no. pregnant women in the ad, right? No, no, no. These ladies weren't pregnant they were just out having a good time but you know we, yeah. i mean I, I could probably go through my emails right now and get at least you know 10 or, or 12 from from at least uh, most of them women who are driving and, and I, I peed myself a little a little but, pee that's like, but, but don't you think that's a that's odd like okay you laughed so hard you peed yourself not like you're out hanging out going shopping me and marissa are going out and we're gonna wear well, pads no, no, no. Like, what he was saying though is that they were having such a good time in yeah. the commercial and being so fun and carefree and that giggling they were, like, that oh, they peed okay. themselves yeah here's the thing though those pads are so bulky and uncomfortable you can never wear one every day it would be repulsive uh, it's it's that it's that thick and uncomfortable. They're gross. Is it like a like a bed pillow? Yes. <laughs> do you have to walk, do you have to like tuck walk? <laughs> it's like wedging this huge thing in between your legs. Well, it's like the butt tampon like we had talked about before. Oh, it is a lot worse yeah. than that though. Really Plus, it's a lot it's worse like than plastic, that. Plastic, so it'll make noise. And really? Stuff. Yes. It's so pads are disgusting. I don't know how <laughs> women wear them. Are there some that that wear them all the time? Or is I don't, it? I don't think so. I remember having a friend in high school that would wear like little panty liners, which are maybe like a quarter of a centimeter thin. Isn't that what they, what their panty liners are? For that, aren't yeah. they supposed to keep you from whizzing all over your friends and neighbors? Well, they're not, no. they're not thick enough. They just kind of catch whatever grossness might come out of that person. <laughs> I mean, you're talking it's, it's whole day. service, even if a turtle head pops. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it's really, like, really thin and they're just liners. Literally, it's like putting a piece of toilet paper. It's like a pool liner. Underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, but these. Yeah, Women I have so much to worry about. I know they really do. But these these were bigger than than I guess your <laughs> average liner. Didn't that one guy call in one time? We were talking about the butt tampon. He called it a flounder. <laughs> Packing a flounder. Packing a flounder. That's that right. It. Yeah. So what would what would the uh, what would the poise? Because um, it's not it, it, the tampon is not used exclusively for. I mean, one that's exclusively for urination would have a different name, right? No, this is a pad. This is just a tampon. pad. Okay, a pad. Yeah, right. So it's a little bit different. Uh, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Let me go to uh, Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Good morning. Wendy. Hi. Good morning. Hey, what's up, um, Wendy? This is my first time calling. Hey. Guys rock. I'm well, sitting here with all three of my kids. Oh, God. <laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. Um, we, my kid, my son plays on the football team, and the last three years, whenever they went into the championships, us moms, we always give each other the check and call each other, but it's, uh, remind each other to bring our pads, because when we're jumping up and down, we pee ourselves. <laughs> really? <laughs> when, you, when you get excited, when, when they're wow. doing well, right? Yeah, like when they're like, you know, because they, they win most of the time, so we're always happy, so then we tend to pee ourselves and have a little accident, so we wear pads. Hey, uh, go team, go! <laughs> just, just so the opposing teams know, what what school do your kids go to? <laughs> no, I'm not doing All right. well, Hold on, Wendy. Those are the patties. <laughs> Wendy, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? I'm, a, well, 
Uh, 46. 46 okay, years so old. You're not, you're, you're not. She's, she's, the, 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 these products are routinely, the ones that I've seen, like the Depends, are routinely marketed to women who are in their 60s, right, yeah, right, 70s. Yeah, exactly. She's not old. And, uh, you know, I'm assuming all these other ladies aren't old, old. And this is a thing where they're actually, it's like a phone tree. Yeah. Don't forget to bring your, your pee Matt, you know how you piece your shell. <laughs> Don't forget to bring your friend. <laughs> I could, it's like the, the SNL bit, you know, that oops, I pooped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oops, I crapped my pants. <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Oh. Uh, let me go to... Let me That's go to, what wearing a pad feels like. That that, huge that thing. bulky? Really? Yes. Wow. Let me go to Derek. Hey, Derek, good morning. Hey, what's up, bitches? Hey, how you hey, doing, bitches. man? <laughs> hey, um, I, that lady that called just before, she's probably right because my wife um, uses them when she works out. Really? And, yeah, because we have four kids. We have four boys. Yep. And um, I think it has something to do with having a lot of kids because my wife, if I, if I have her laugh at all, she, she tinkles. And, oh, um, come on, Derek. Don't, don't tell me that you don't spend your wa- every waking hour trying to crack her up. <laughs> well, of course I do. Yeah. I mean, that's why she married me for my com- com- comedic skills, not for my looks. You know what? My, my sister used to pee her pants all the time from laughing. I mean, if she would get into a laughing fit, and our neighbor, too, would, would liter- it was so easy to make them lose control. Do you know pee themselves. What's, what's weird is the woman, a woman who will pee on another woman's pants when she starts laughing. Yes. I'm going to squat on you right now. Now. I'm having a great time. Oops, I crap. My pants can hold a lot of dung. <laughs> Betty White. Hey, we have a, uh, a uh, it says Euro gynecologist. Oh. You're from it's Europe? Come true. <laughs> let, me go, let me go to uh, Betsy. Hey, Betsy. Hi, how are you? Oh, we're great. How you doing? Good. All right, so yeah, this is this is my specialty: fixing people who pee themselves. Okay. All right. Do you must love going to work. For, uh, yeah. First. Yeah. The, the reason it happens it's more common in women, and it's basically because um, pretty much any woman that has given birth has a risk of damaging the support tissue in their pelvis. Okay. And if you don't have the proper support when you cough, laugh, sneeze, jump up and down, um, everything kind of drops. And the tube that you pee through will open up into the clothes, and you leak urine. Okay. So as long as people keep having babies, there's a, a risk of that happening. Do, do, now, what, what about now? I mentioned my sister; she's never had uh, kids, but sometimes uh, are, if are they bang a lot. Are women who don't uh, who don't have children? <laughs> well, then that would be the case. Uh, well, not not in a long time, but anyway, there was that year. There was that year, the year of the roofie. Uh, but but uh, what what about women who haven't? Uh, had the kids. Do you see it fairly uh, more common in, in women than men, I would assume? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, women who haven't had kids, I mean, it's possible that they could have damaged, um, you know, if they whipped something too heavy, there's always ever they could damage that support. Hey. And then there's just some people just have a weak urethra, which is, you know, Be- through, and that, you know, if a, there's little chemical receptors in that area that if you're like laughing too hard and the pressure in your abdomen yeah. kind of just like causes a little drop of urine to get in that area, yeah. it triggers this um, um, process that makes your bladder think you're peeing. It's time to pee, and your bladder will spasm and push the urine out. So, so, so see, one, oh. one drop, one drop will signal your, your and, a, yeah. and a woman with this condition will signal the rest of the bladder to evacuate. Yeah, it makes me think that oh wait, I'm peeing, and then it's like oh no, you're not, and you hey. kind of lose control because it's hard to hold it in. The bladder kind of does its own thing. Betsy, let me ask you this: uh, like men, if if women stop urinating <laughs> midstream, is it as painful as it is for uh, for women as it is for guys? Because it hurts if you try to stop. It does. Yeah, I, I guess, for some people, like, it could be. It's very possible. 
Because every man knows that. If you, for some reason, you have to stop in the middle of it. it I call it whiplash, but without the whip. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> it's uh, it's deep D lash. You know, you've already started the process of peeing, so there's there's certain things that the bladder and the urethra do. So if you consciously try to stop it, the bladder doesn't, you know, when you're trying to consciously stop it, the urethra, if the pee is tightening up, yep. the bladder still thinks you're peeing, and the bladder's still trying to push it, right. it out. So it's pushing out against, like, a... A closed tube. It's a so battle of the fistulas. Exactly. Wow. I got a question for you. For both men and women, what's the deal with just the sound of running water making you feel like you got to let it go? It, tri- it subconsciously triggers um, the process of the bladder contraction. It's called the Abdullah Oblong pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you, know, yeah. when, you know, when you're like young and you, you know, had to sleep over and you put somebody's hand in like warm water. Yeah. Like subconsciously triggers the bladder to contract and, and then take. All right, Betsy, you've Thank been a you. wealth of Thank knowledge. You. Thank you. I've explained it. Thank you. you know I had no idea. We'll give you a case of cold Coors Light so you can get liquored up before you go. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, yeah. Hang on just a moment. We'll we'll uh, we'll take care of you. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think it's got to be much more for, for women than men. Yeah. Have, you ever, have you ever uncontrollably whizzed yourself? Only only while sleeping. Okay. Uh, only, yeah. you know, wetting the bed type thing. You have it. You For some reason, you know, you drank some water. Grant no, you had, no, you had some water before you went to bed or something along those lines. And then you have a dream that you are going to the bathroom and the next thing you know next thing you know Sorry, Andy Grant that happen. I remember but have you, have you ever had that? I've oh, had it happen I've had it I've had a dream where I was I remember years ago and I don't because I've, I've never you know I'm not the kind of person who wets himself, but years ago... What kind of person wets himself, yeah. Steve? Well, like, Tell like, me. Uh, well, there, there are people who have that sort of yeah. condition. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, you're, you're right, because a friend of mine in college used to pee herself all the time. Just, there's just people who, who are yeah. inclined or, or, or predisposed to to like uh, uh, to, to peeing themselves. Was there, there was that movie with uh, from uh, Little House on the Prairie. Oh, yeah. yeah he, was, he was a bed the, wetter. It was, uh, it was supposedly the Michael his, Landon his story. story, yeah. Oh, and he, right. would, he would wet the bed, and his mom, who was just evil, would hang the sheets out the window the friends so the friends should show him that he was a a bedwetter and he would have to run home from school and he ended up being like a a world-class track star because of that his mom was hanging his sheets out to help him out but i remember thinking in the in the dream that that it was not um number one that i was actually there was something more sexual going on oh yeah 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 yeah. and uh and i was like well that wasn't that well i've uh, yeah i I remember several times when i was a kid you know uh, having uh, having a dream i guess it was too i was too lazy i was too lazy to get up and go to the bathroom and then you dream that you're going to the bathroom, all of a sudden you feel relief and you're comfortable, and then it's like, oh, oh my God! <laughs> you can feel the warmth yeah. running down your leg. And right here. That is a rude awakening. Uh, let me go to Dawn real quick. Hello there, Dawn. Are you there? Hello. You guys rock. Thank you. What's going on, Dawn? Um, I'm 38, and I experience or have experienced incontinent problems myself. Okay, do Especially you... listening to you guys in the morning is <laughs> Thank do, you. Uh, do you have a is it is it a medical condition that you have? Um, I have asthma and I suffer from bronchitis a lot and I get to cough and you get to cough and really heavy you get to pee. In. Yeah, I believe it. You know, uh, that's an old old Neil Diamond song. You yeah. get to when you get to cough and you get to pee. In. <laughs> when you get to cough in, you get to pee. In. <laughs> Peeing a lot and coughing a lot. Uh, Look, here comes E.T. Uh, laughing, laughing's still the worst, though. Laughing, laughing does you in. Yep, laughing does me in. Sweet pee of mine. <laughs> ba, ba, ba. Here comes a bronchitis attack. Uh, well, be careful, then. Uh, well... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to put that in there? Wait, we're, we're playing the old diamond. I'm sorry about that. No. It's on the Pia phone. Yep. 
Uh, hang on, I want to go to. Uh, hold on, one moment. Let me go. Oh God, Uh-oh. should I go to Kurt here? Yeah, do it. We've we've talked about this before, though. Hi, Kurt. How you doing? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, but, thank you, man. Go ahead, Kurt. Well, um, there's just a condition I have. It's when I uh, drink too much. Um, I go it's to called sleep. called alcoholism. Yeah, it's, not, it's not a condition. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I uh, go to sleep, I sleepwalk, and I pee on random things. Yes. Like, for instance, maybe um, two weekends ago or so, <laughs> I was sleepwalking, and my girlfriend said I just got up out of bed, and I peed on a power strip. Sure. And she's, like, yelling at me, like, look, you're going to get electrocuted. <laughs> me, and I just, like... Brush her off and to continue, you know, alleviating myself. And Kurt, then man, I woke we, up the next. What's that? No, we've 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 heard yeah. loads of stories like this, and 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 it it, it just happens. A girl I used to date, her brother got up in the middle of the night. She she was reading in bed. He goes into her bedroom. He's he's walking in his in his delightful little jammies. Goes over to her desk drawer. Yeah, pulls out the bottom. Yeah, and. You know, the file thing, and whizzes in it, sure. closes it, and goes back to the bedroom. Oh, yeah. dude. I had no idea. I should have just set up a litter box in my uh, in the corner <laughs> of my, my room uh, in college. Not for myself. No, no. I, I wasn't able even to get out of bed. But my roommate was just infamous for going into the corner of the room, whizzing in the corner, then opening the door, and then going to the bathroom. Oh. And he's done that, too, Steve. Where he So was, he would pre-pee and then go into the bathroom. And then go into the bathroom. And he also did the thing one time where he pulled up, open his bottom drawer. Of his uh, of his dresser and just all over his clothes, all over his clothes, just <laughs> went to town. Yeah. There, now they're yeah. treated. My brother in law did it on the um, on the TV. Oh man, he peed the TV. Yes. <laughs> wow. And that was just a. He wasn't drunk or anything like that. It was a sleep. I want my PTV. He got up and uh, decided that that was a uh, a good spot to do it. I've told this story before on the air, but a friend of mine went home in college with his girlfriend and uh, met her parents for the first time, and they went out, woke up uh, in the middle of the night, went to the bathroom in the corner of her parents' bedroom, and no. they woke up, and they were like, what are you doing? Oh. He's like, go to the bathroom. Peed <laughs> oh in their bedroom. Uh, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Jenkins, I'll be done in a second. I won't get any on your stole. I forgot about that. Uh, it was like two years ago, when we were on vacation. I, You know, I, I had a few beers at home, and uh, my wife, she woke up to me standing in the corner of the kitchen, <laughs> going into a salad bowl. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We threw that we threw that yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. I had enough forth, uh, foresight or whatever foreskin. to foreskin <laughs> to open a cabinet. Grab so out, you took out the salad bowl. Took the salad bowl out of the cabinet. You open a cabinet with your. They had their salad tossed. Would you know what they meant? You open a cabinet with your foreskin. Yeah. Wow. Pretty impressive. Yeah, right? it is. But uh, my next show is at two o'clock. <laughs> I'm still wondering what the hell I was thinking. I actually had. You probably pe- were not thinking. No, you're you right. Yeah. I wasn't. But you know was, what this salad needs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is not a Cobb salad. Well, there's a billion stories like that, and we always in get, city? get into those. Who, uh, but the the, the pee only pad. No, is it period only pad? Period only pads. But but the other one is the not. That's all you want. It's, pads. it's called pee yeah. for all. Yeah. It's not the it's not poise. the period poise. only pad. What did you call poise? That's poise. right. Poise was a. Uh, I was like poise. poise. Um, go to the course. I want to. I, I like poise. I like poise. Well, then, I like boys. I like boys. 
Well, I've got to see this just because Casey uh, does the oops, peed a little face. <laughs> and, uh, oops. I, oops, the peed a little. So, oops, uh, I just blew a crap puppy. Now they, now they have that available. So. Just gave birth. Uh, you just know so much about oops, I crap my pants. I'm wearing them, and I just did. For 50-plus years, MMR has owned the Stones. And now, and now, you can own the Stones with a free pair of tickets. Listen to Win Your Way In to see the Rolling Stones, July 23rd in Philadelphia. Tune in at 8 a.m. when Preston and Steve reveal the winning Stone song of the day and the hour it will play. Listen for MMR to play it from a vinyl copy of Honk, their new greatest hits album. 25th caller picks up the record and two tickets to see the Rolling Stones. When we spin, you win. Only from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I've got to go back for just a second here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Did, did something make up. a big impression on you earlier, Preston? Well, the fact that Nick, <laughs> that Nick has kept the diary. Okay, I, so, I did what, a couple keep weeks ago. No, no. This was, you know, probably like uh, elementary school into junior high, and then yeah, no, anyway, it faded out. Did you, know you, did you do it in high school? Uh, maybe like sophomore year, maybe, right. but uh, uh, you know I, when I had crushes on boys. <laughs> no, I remember as an assignment one time we had to keep a yeah. journal for like a composition class or something like that, and I, I lasted about two weeks on that, and I was like, this is I, I have nothing to write down. I admire people who can do it, but virtually all the people I know who do it effectively are women. Yeah, oh yeah, guys but, could care less. Well, that's how it started, Preston. It was an assignment, and and I was the same way as you. It was like this. This is really annoying, but I'll tell you uh-huh. why. Why I kept. Going. No, seriously, it was um, my grandfather kept one his entire life, and you want to make fun of my grandfather for being feminine, that's cool. But thank you. Let's go, <laughs> but uh, it, it basically was an autobiography of his entire life. And, and then I'm when hydrating my boobs. <laughs> Actually so so cool. he had an entire chronicle of everything that happened to him throughout his life. And that, when, he passed an away, when, when he passed away, my dad and I and my family were able to learn things about right. him that, that we See, never my, knew about. My fear, Nick, though, is that if I do that, somebody will look back through my life and go, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> this was a complete waste of flesh. Well, you know what reminded me of it? Yesterday when we were talking to Valerie Bertinelli, she just, there are no secrets in her past at all anymore. Yeah. And I think that when you keep a diary, it is supposed to be secret. But a I, journal, maybe less so. My problem with the diary is that it's accurate. And if you give it, if you forget things a lot, you can look back and say, oh, yeah, I was a pilot. <laughs> but, but, I mean, it is pretty cool that your grandfather did that. But most people keeping a diary are like 16-year-old girls who are talking about, you know, this boy that broke their heart. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think there's a certain level of pomposity involved there that... Uh, that a book about me. Yeah. Hey, just but, in but case I mean, you think I mattered... You know, here, take a, take a read. I, I think what know? happens with a, with a lot of teenage girls is that they write it as sort of like a, a therapy thing. Yes. Right. So they can yeah. write their thoughts down. But you realize, as a as a brother, it is your duty to read your oh, sister's diary. I, mean, I, I never I never had the... Uh, I always wanted to, but I didn't have a sister. I did. I didn't I didn't stumble across anything overtly sexual. Nothing I could... The only thing I remember, yeah, was her telling the story... Oh, about the donkey. Uh, no, no. <laughs> it was about a bong. It was oh. a bong, I remember it clearly, called the Enterprise. And my sister was... Was probably in like 
seventh grade or really? something. Like that. Oh yeah, she was a total star. Would your parents have detonated had they found out that she? My was... dad would have kicked her out of the house yeah. probably. And and uh, I remember reading that, and I was much younger, and I'm like, oh my god, my sister's a drug addict. You know, it was yeah. weird. I mean, seriously, I've already talked about this with my wife. I'm going to give my daughter a diary so I can find out oh, what she's doing. No. Have you seen? Yeah. And by the way, to, to to stop that that effective, I mean, to keep that security level up, they now market a. Uh, a diary that is voice recognition activated. Yeah. Yeah. Really? So that knows. it'll recognize the girl's voice and open up. But I had some friends who, who whose daughter did that, and she was young, yeah. too young to put scandalous stuff in there. And her apparently her password was Hello Kitty. And they found a way <laughs> to say it. The way she did, hello, Kete, is how you said it. <laughs> right. And they were able to open it open themselves it. Oh, by man. using, by disguising their voice. And, and, and you're going you're gonna to reveal things in a, in a really? diary that can be pretty volatile. Yeah. Do you think it's worse when you're in, in uh, elementary school or a middle school? Because there was this girl, Erin, I think it was like 7th or 8th grade, and she kept a diary. She was a friend. She was the cute girl in class, and uh, and she brought it on the bus with her and left, <gasps> it, left it on the bus. That's why you don't do it. And everybody found out what kind of cigarettes she'd been smoking, what boys she'd been kissing, you know, all that kind of stuff. And it was just one of those things where it was like finding a gold mine. You're like, oh, my yeah. God, this is Aaron's diary. Did, it was did, awesome. Did it destroy her or what? Well, for yeah, for that week in, you know, in, in uh, middle school. You know, Until they found her. Nick's diary. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. What's muscle relaxing? <laughs> Hang on. Okay. I'm going to go to uh, I'm gonna go to the phones. I got Rachel on the line. Hey, Rachel, are you there? Rachel. Rachel. No. Rachel. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. We'll have to retool that in just a little bit. But, uh, but, yeah, so they found her diary. Yeah. And they uh, they went ahead and, and passed it around. I mean, every little secret about every little boy that she, you know, that had a crush on or See, whatever. And, and that, when you're in middle school or elementary you. school, it's yeah, absolutely social suicide. There was a girl who had who, who the, the – so this is elementary school. She was like six, sixth grade. She got knocked up. No. Yeah. And, and, and that Whoa. information got out through, through the, diary. the diary. Oh, man. And I'm like, that, don't write that in the diary. <laughs> really? Don't write that in your diary. No, don't write that at all. Don't, write, don't tell anyone. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can remember that, yeah. right? You know? Jeez, am I pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the only reason diaries are written is so that somebody else can read it. I, I mean, it's going to happen no matter what. I'm surprised, Kathy, with all that you... Because you're, you're on some level a girly girl that you didn't uh, that you didn't keep a diary at all. Honestly, no. not at, I tried. Did and your I, friends... I don't know. I, I don't. I never read them. If, if they did, I know. I would get bored, or maybe I was just lazy. But I remember. I remember trying to start one, yeah. and you know, you kept it under your bed, but it was like a half a page. There and we that go. was it. I was this, like, is, oh. this is my life, right, right here on the back of this stamp. I'm pretty sure I've attempted to do it myself, but I just, I, you know, I can't be consistent with anything and i and i, I think i you know recall like well, it's writing okay a, if, you, if you miss a decade here or there writing a couple of entries and i'm like wow this you know playing kickball is Boring. not diary worthy you know like uh, no no but t- there some people will keep my dad's daily journal is so extensive it's just insane what is it like uh, detailed to like oh, every minute yeah, what happened yeah. after breakfast all that sort yeah. of he'll, stuff he'll pop stuff like that in there too Wait, you know what? I just remembered that I did keep a diary or journal when I went away on vacation when we went through Ireland. Not this past time, a couple of years ago when oh, I went two with weeks? friends. Yeah, we, we kept. And, I mean, that's pretty cool because you go back and you find all these things that, you know, I mean, most of it's like inside jokes and stuff like that that we came up with while we were over there. But it's pretty cool to go back and see everything that we did and, you know. Yeah, but, you, I mean, you can do that just by taking the pictures. I mean, to sit down and put pen to paper, you know, uh, 
to me, is, is, is a much more comprehensive and, and, frankly, annoying way to go about chronicling your life. Well, and you know what? The last time, the, this past summer, when we went to Scotland and Ireland, I did it. My husband and I, um, you know, well, he, he sat there and tried to remember everything that we did during the day, and I wrote it down. But we we did, like, one city in Scotland, and we were like, forget it. This is too well, much. And, Kathy, you mentioned the fact that you think it's for other people to read. I do think that it's for yourself to read. And, and, and maybe did that, you read your own diary? Yeah, and maybe that's maybe that's kind of pompous or something, Casey. But, I mean, when you look back on it and you, remember, you, you look at yourself and you can laugh at yourself for being a I'm immature, beautiful. <laughs> immature jerk in I'm sixth beautiful. grade. I'm beautiful. But me, when did you read the, your sixth grade diary? When was the last time you read it? Probably in eighth grade, you yeah, know. But, yeah. I mean, it was fun then. I'm going to go to uh, some calls. I've got Andrew on the line. Hey, Andrew, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, guys? You guys rock. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. What's up? Uh, no, I just got a story about the diary. I was, like, 22 years old, my first wife. Uh, found her diary, read it, found out that she didn't want to be married anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh Harsh. Did you? Yeah. sucks. Now, here's... Uh, I was bad. I was in the apartment, so I actually took, like, five books of her diary, and I put them down to go up and shoot. <laughs> well, yeah, well, and, and here, here's the conundrum. You, That's awesome. You find out something, you know, really scandalous in the, in the diary... Can you tell that person that you no, read it? Because no, because you violated the trust. Not unless it's something that... Yeah. Uh, what if it's your kid, though? That's See, Casey, thing. I, I'm on board with your yeah. thing. And yeah. I, I can see that because you're, you're going to set your daughter up. But I, Dude. if it ends up protecting her... Yeah, you, I can you, see it. I, you know, we have the baby monitors right yeah. now, and you know, so we can hear if they're like vomiting in their sleep. I can. I am going to put those down into the room downstairs when she's hanging out with all her friends to find out who's making out in the laundry room. Like all these things. Like I am going to be the biggest I, spy you, on my kids. You have. You have already. Yeah, your, your children can barely speak. I mean, <laughs> beyond the age. I mean, at that age, and you're already the overprotective father. You damn right. And so and you know so what happens. You don't so? see that as a massive violation in well, absolutely. What it is, Preston, is that the people who did all those violations as kids, yeah. you know what kind of son of a bitch you Dude, were. Dude, I started making out with girls <laughs> in sixth grade, you know what I mean? I know what guys want, you know, and, and, and they will say and do anything. <laughs> they want to, you. To get down their pants, you know. Nick. Dude, well, yeah. you, know what, you know what's funny, though, Casey, when you bring that up? The people that, uh, that got on Aaron's good side... The cute girl who lost her diary were the guys who were sympathetic. I was like, oh, that sucks. And you know why they were doing it? To get, to get in her pants. pants. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a real <laughs> bummer about your diary. Oh. There was a, there was a girl I remember in, uh, uh, I don't know what grade it was in, maybe, maybe ninth grade, maybe freshman or something like that. And she had... Somebody got into her diary and found the list, oh. like the list of guys Whoa. that she wants to do. That she wanted to do. Were you on it? I was not on it. <laughs> and she was a slut too. Man. She was really Wait, disappointing. Got, there's 400 kids in this school, 380 names. I'm not in here. Yeah, it was kind of like that. I was really bummed yeah. out about that. Aww. But. If you were on the list, man, you had an open invitation to just <laughs> yeah. get in there and get some. Just go swimming. Go on. Go swimming. Yeah. So. But you know what, Press? I am not going to be this way with Seamus. It's just Casey. Just it's my daughter. Just, yeah. just my daughter. No, that's yeah. not cool, man. You sure gotta, is. You've definitely got to go. No, you hire Seamus to watch. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Casey. Right. I'm going to go to, uh, let me get Chris on the line here, I think, if this thing works. Come on. Hey, Chris, good morning. You're on the air. Hi, what's up, guys? How you doing? You guys rock. Thanks, hey, we appreciate it. What's your story, bud? Good, All right, a couple years ago, I was dating this girl. She had a diary, and uh, I just happened to find it lying somewhere. Of course. So, so being an interesting kind of guy that I am, I opened it up, took a look, found out that while she was going out with me, she had happened to give a blogie to uh, her ex-boyfriend at the time. Uh -huh. Ouch. And do you do you bring that up to her, or did you just kind of let it go and just... Oh, no, I blew her spot up. 
You what? I, I brought it right to her attention. Really? See, yes, I did. I have to admit, if I were... I, I don't think I could resist. Oh, you'd be so pissed I, off. I, I could not resist yeah. reading someone's diary. If there was someone's diary in front of me, if it was my wife's, I'd have to read it. Yep. If you found Rochelle's, if Rochelle's, does Rochelle keep the journal? No. Okay. She doesn't use three kids. She doesn't have yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. if she did, and I... I, I well, besides, you broadcast everything that you do in the house. <laughs> I can't Good point. Over the intercom. That's true. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, in the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. But having it, sex now, kids. Why I, Why would anybody, like that last caller, why would his girlfriend document yeah. that? You like, know, you like, can't remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I'll I gave a Hummer in a parking lot. It's got to be it's got to be therapeutic for some people, I guess, uh, because mm. I mean, who you, if, if there's something that you just can't tell anyone at all, maybe it was so it magical. Down. Lettuce was falling on my head. <laughs> <laughs> he was eating a burrito. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me go to uh, I have uh, Jesse on the line. Hey, Jesse, good morning. Yo, what's going on? You guys rock. Hey, hey, what's up? Yeah, what's happening? Uh, I actually got married pretty young. I got married at 18, so my, I have three sisters-in-law, and they were still in high school at the time. Yeah. And uh, me and my wife were snooping around in one of my sister-in-law's bedroom. We found her journal. She's a happy-go-lucky girl, whatever, and inside her journal, she had all, like, these masochistic, crazy, like, I want to kill people thoughts and everything oh. like that. Whoa. So we, we had to tell my mother-in-law and father-in-law Turns out she got diagnosed with bipolar. So, just, so, yeah, she. No so, one had any idea about it until we found the journal. That's a good thing. She it, got diagnosed with diacola. Wow. No, no, no. Bipolar. Oh, okay. So, what, what ended up happening? Did they talk to her about it? And, uh, and yeah, tell well, her? what had happened was they confronted her about it, and she didn't understand what was going on. She didn't know what was happening. So they ended up taking her to the doctor with like they found six or seven more journals that she had it in there. And it was this big breakdown. She had to spend some time in a hospital. Well, they, 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 saved, they probably saved her life. Yeah. No, oh, yeah, without yeah. a doubt, definitely. Because yeah. it, it happened, luckily, at a young enough age that she didn't get too far along where she was safe enough, you know? Wow. Man, that's, uh, that's, that's you, got, you got a lot of good reading ahead of you, Case. Yeah. yeah. All right, let me go to. Uh, oh, you met line one. Yeah. Casey. All right, yeah. let me go to Tom. Hey, Tom. Good morning. Morning, guys. How you doing? Good. What's up, bud? Hey, uh, yeah. When I was like uh, eight or nine, found my sister's diary, and uh, she was like fourteen at the time. Yep. And uh, I was a big fort builder when I was younger. You know, tree forts and stuff like yes. that. Sure. Found out the first time she did it was in my tree fort. Oh! She dirtied your tree fort? Yeah, and I mentioned it to her about four years ago, and she's like, you read my diary? Yeah. I'm like, you did it in my tree fort. (laughs) You you could wait 50 years and tell someone you read, tell the girl you read her diary. It's a violation. Yep, absolutely. Apparently that wasn't the only wood in the fort. Well, I am, yeah, I'm dying to get Nick's uh, diary in here. I I can picture it. It was one of those black and white composition books. I had, you know, several of them that I picked up at CVS, and uh, and I, I know that I saved them over the years. I just, it's a matter of finding them. Did you make illustrations? Did you do little little stickies and stuff like that? No, I think it was just, you know, uh, May 7th, you know, Casey calls me pompous. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to cry, that kind of stuff. No, no, no. It was March 7th, by March the way. 7th. Uh, I didn't call you pompous. I, I was know. calling your grandfather pompous. <laughs> you are a girl. <laughs> Thank you. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre Final. 
not going to believe this story. Okay. All right. And don't read it. not going to believe this story. No. You'll want to. It's a waste of time. No. You will want to hear it. It's just you're not going to believe right. it. In England, a top teenage athlete began an incestuous affair with her long-lost father after tracking him down, a court has heard. Oh, man. What? Chelsea Cummins, who is now 21 years old, would mm, meet... Now I'm getting turned on. ...would meet for secret trysts with her own father, Stephen Broomhead, at his home. She's 21, he's 42. Now, she up. knew about this? Yeah. Well, okay. she, 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 she tracked went him all down. this time to, to meet him and then falls in love with him. Their relationship Ew. continued for two years, despite both having other partners. Uh, when she became Ow. pregnant, oh no, Miss Cummins could not be certain of the identity of the father, so she decided to abort the baby. Oh, she became jealous gross. when her father rekindled a relationship with her own mother, Lisa, and as she discovered them in a passionate clinch. Miss Cummins told her mother, "He'll only cheat on you. I hate my father. Do you remember when I was pregnant the previous year? I had a relationship with him." Jesus. Oh my God! She later told police. That uh, he has. She said he has never. Oh, common whore! He said he has never been my dad, so I didn't look at him Ew. like that. I did have a sexual. I did have sexual feelings for him. It wasn't planned, and I didn't think about it because it just happened. She's pretty decent looking. She's real cute. Miss Cummins pleaded guilty to uh, two offenses of sexual activity with an adult relation, and uh, she was given an absolute discharge. But the judge sentenced Broomhead, who was charged with the same offense, to three years supervised uh, supervision and ordered him to attend a sex offender's program. I've, I've heard of this before. I saw a Dateline episode. It's, it's I don't want to say common, but it happens where uh, you know, reunited a mother-son or, or father-daughter will, actually, will fall actually in love, have romantic feelings for each other Ew. because they never had a parent. So this love that they feel, they, they don't can't have, interpret. They can't interpret. Wow. Yeah, it's bizarre. It's messed up. Uh-huh. It's so hot. <laughs> in, uh, in Rome. Oh, in Rome. Police said a family in southern Italy kept a woman locked in a room for, in their house for 18 years because because they were angry she was pre- pregnant out of wedlock. Wow. But even though it's a sad story, the music was always very happy. <laughs> hey, should I know this is a terrible thing, but don't you just love the music? Come on, Daddy, who can die? Who can be sad? <laughs> even if you've been locked up in a room for 18 years, and that whole abortion thing, I know it's just sad, but uh, meet the boys and dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Police said they uh, freed the woman on Friday. <laughs> she was taken to the hospital for psychiatric care. 18, what is with, there was a dude uh, that was just a little Austria. while ago in Austria. Yeah. Uh, police, the girl spent all her life in a room just like about the size of a large bathroom. Police said they were, uh, they arrested her brother and sister and put her 80-year-old mother under house arrest. What'd she do? After police uh, she's just old. received an anonymous tip. Italian the TV. hell did I do? Showed the room with a bed, chair, filthy toilet, and sink. Oh. And police said the woman, uh, the woman's child. Child, now 17, was living with relatives and didn't know about his own mother. Uh, let me see here. A man has been airlifted to an Australian hospital after a base jumping accident in far north Queensland. Uh, he will be treated for suspected pelvis and femur fractures and possible internal injuries after falling more than 260 meters, which is about 800 feet, during a jump at Wallerman's Falls. Or Wallerman's Falls. And a uh, spokesperson said that he fell heavily onto the water at the base of the falls after his parachute failed to open properly. So an 800-foot fall, yep. parachute 
didn't open properly, hit the water, yep. and survived. Yep. Uh, he was treated for, at an accident uh, at the accident site for about three hours by a group of local firefighters before he was rescued. He may have internal injuries, though, so it's, he's not out of the woods as of yet. This is a terrible story. I can't end on this. Uh, a 13-year-old boy who was tied to a tree yeah. two nights this week died on Thursday. Oh, oh this is the, they yeah. were disciplining him? Yep, and his oh. father and stepmother have been charged with murder. Uh, Bryce, Brian McMillan, and Sandra Elizabeth McMillan uh, have been charged with first-degree murder and felony child abuse. Deputies were called uh, to the residence Thursday afternoon to assist paramedics with an unresponsive teen. The boy's father told deputies he had tied the teen to a tree outside the home Tuesday night because he was being disobedient and other disciplinary actions had failed. Father said he untied the boy Wednesday morning and allowed him back in the house, but when he was tied up to the tree a second time that night when he started acting up again, the boy remained tied up until his stepmother found him unconscious at about 4.30 p.m. on Thursday. What do they say killed him? They don't know yet. They're going to have to look into it. But sometimes, you know, you can fall asleep and be in the wrong position. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're restrained like that, and it can kill and you. You can't breathe, yeah. Um, so uh, he was identified as Tyler Green McMillan. He was in cardiac arrest, was taken to the hospital where he was pronounced dead. That is a wow. terrible, terrible story. Uh, so we'll end with this one. A uh, pilot was forced to make an emergency landing after the flight crew were overcome by fumes from the aircraft lavatory. Uh, <laughs> the incident... The incident, uh... Sweet Jesus. <laughs> Are you kidding me? The, uh... Dude, come on! Jesus Christ! Uh, the incident... I usually don't allow this to happen, but open up the door. Hold on to something, because it's going to get a little dicey out there. But if you want that air biscuit lingering in the cabin, you do something now. The incident... Took place on a Flyby BAE 146, which is being flown from Birmingham to Belfast. I hold my hand over my mouth because I'm so embarrassed. The 52-year-old pilot complained of feeling lightheaded shortly after takeoff. Do you smell a fart? (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing oxygen masks and I smell a fart. The the other members of the crew also complained that they felt drunk after the fumes started seeping into the body of the aircraft and the cockpit. All five donned gas masks. Uh, problem was caused by too much formaldehyde being used to clean the lavatory during maintenance. They used formaldehyde to clean the <laughs> Yes, cleaners. The pilot said. <laughs> cleaners had uh, overdosed the lavatory. <laughs> the inquisitive pilot asked. Earlier this year, the government announced that it would carry out an investigation of cabin air. It reports. <laughs> That one in 2,000 flights could be exposed to toxins in cabin air. There were 116 separate reports of contaminated air. Formaldehyde is a cleaning agent? Sent to the Civil Aviation Authority last year. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm for more familiar with that used as, a, as, a, as like an embalming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe in uh, maybe over in Europe land they do that. I don't know. On flight DB. What? I gotta crank my headphones up to hear what I'm saying, and it's causing feedback. I apologize. Oh man, it's just the world of my hell. All right, well there you go, my friends. That's what we have in the bizarre file. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival sons. Take my, take my body, take my body
Scott Smack. The Revivalist. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. I saw this list a couple days ago. Did not get a chance to uh, to address it as of yet. Uh, but it is uh, the eight places that you probably lost your virginity. And I saw this list. Runs through a, a list of, of uh, uh, spots where a lot of people end up at one time or another, you know, losing their virginity. Well, I guess you only do it one time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, the third time I lost my virginity. By the way, thank you, Tire Patch Kit. Uh, like, uh, here's an example. Number number eight is uh, the bathroom of a frat house. Did Kathy, write that one in. No. Wow, Kathy's really? was the back of an ambulance. No, I did. Well, first what? of all, what with the EMT? Yeah. First of all, did did any all of this you guys, rubber's getting me turned on? Did any of you guys lose it in a uh, interesting place? Was um, it? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, mine was in in actually, no gay jokes, Steve. Because it was with a girl. Okay, um, but it was uh, my my roommate had a uh, all right uh, had a party at his house. So I, I lost it in his bed um, at his house with his parents sleeping right next door. So okay. I mean that's not that's that a, interesting. That's, 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 a, that's a I think I think that's a standard one. I was actually in yeah. my girlfriend's house at the time. So was I. Yeah. I was at the girlfriend's house, and his uh, his uh, her dad was tickling my ass. Oh, <laughs> what if you? <laughs> I like that, don't you? Is this normal? I mean, is this how it's supposed to go? Because dad has only one shot, and then you find out that's not the way it should be. Where's the, where's the guy tickling my ass? What? Oh, that was the second time. Was your dad. Get your dad. Your dad was tickling my ass the first time. That's how you do it, right? No. So uh. any bed is really sort of normal, right? Uh, yeah. If you were able to be in a well, bed, whether well, it be, I w- it wasn't a bed. It okay. was the it was the floor. It was the den. No, no, no. Here, well, here here's another example. Like number seven, Nick. You gotta you gotta stay on this for me, please. Uh, you gotta be a man. Come on, uh, man. <laughs> like uh, uh, this one says, spring break. Uh, yeah. Okay, but you that, know, I guess anywhere. That's pretty general. Yeah. yeah, but still, it's you know, it's it's an occasion more so. I'll tell you where it probably happens a fair amount. If you're talking about more specific as opposed to an, an occasion, you don't have a lot of opportunity around you know different locations when you're younger. A car. Yeah. Is be, yes. Is, is that on there? That's on the list. Okay. Yeah. The back seat of a car is definitely in there. And by I the mean, way, go front seat. Back seat doesn't work if you use a passenger size seat. Uh, that's the way to go. First time I got an an HJ. Was, really? Uh, was in a, in a car. Yeah. Really? Absolutely. You never saw the guy again. <laughs> Why is everyone dead on this It's show? the old joke. You gotta go for it. <laughs> Didn't even know his name. <laughs> it's Paul McCartney. Uh, you know it's what? Like that heart I like song. interviewing style. It's like that heart song. I just picked him up on the side of the road. <laughs> oh, I hate that song. I know I do too. <laughs> I feel bad. I mean, a, a friend of mine. But the baby was his. Yeah. <laughs> a, a guy I know actually lost his virginity to a hooker, and I just I was oh. like, that's not the way to go. And it was just one of those things. Yeah. It, it was tell you something. So there, there are a lot of not a lot, but there, there are. Uh, I've heard a number of stories where where dads sort of see it as a rite of passage, yeah. and will pay take him to a uh, to, to a brothel. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, overstating the obvious, but you you only lose your virginity once, so you want to make sure that you do it the right way. You and know that what your I mean? partner so, has teeth. Yeah, no. So when, you know, when, when he when he yeah. did it with the with the hooker, it wasn't because that was the only way he could get it. It was because they were all out drunk one night, and then they took him to one of those NHJ places. I'm sorry, um, you know, in the in the city or whatever, and and that's the way he lost it. And I felt, I, you know. 
Well, a friend of mine lost it in a very odd place. Um, she was, uh, well, I, it was it the William Penn I, I statue. Be careful, no, but uh, they her <laughs> they were they were young and obviously they couldn't do it at at either of their homes because their parents were there. Right. Uh, so they would sneak out at night and they would go and they would hook up in this certain place. Well, the one time they decided, you know, this was it. They're, they're going to have sex. It's going to be the magical night. The magical night. It was in a cemetery. No, oh, dude, that's a good spot. Yeah, my yeah. friend almost did it in a church, and uh, he said he. That they were so close. They were getting ready, and I mean, like undressed and everything. That's, and then, that's this, sacrilegious. Yeah, de- divergenizing. Divergenizing. Sex? I see yeah. in a cemetery. It, yeah. Once you pull that body out, yeah, the oh, the padding is very not, soft. Yeah. I, I also want to give the kids another tip. Uh, don't lose your virginity on a major holiday. Because I had a friend of mine who lost her virginity on New Year's Eve, and every New Year's Eve, it's like ruined for her because she just lost it with this jerk. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think I could get past that. Yeah, well, no, you're a guy, so it yeah. doesn't matter. But I'm, I'm talking to the guys. Ladies. Yeah, you're a dude. <laughs> Um, Talking this, to the ladies. Uh, this this one I love that instant message. Just said uh, Nick lost his in his hiney hole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hmm, interesting. I don't even know the. Uh, uh, by the way, memories. I use this opportunity to allow my parents to turn off the radio and my wife. <laughs> Also, uh, I don't know what the girl's name was. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. Don't even know she was, was alive. Set up, right? it, was, it was in a dorm room. It was set up, and um, uh, it was not in my dorm room. It was somebody else's bed. And okay, uh, so you, you. This was actually arranged for you, Nick. Well, it was. Uh, I was nineteen, and okay. uh, some of my friends were starting to feel bad for me because most of my friends, I guess, at that point had already had left children. <laughs> no, it, we're, we're, we're no longer virgins. So the, a couple of girlfriends uh, actually set it up, and there was this girl who was a, a prospective student at Bucknell. She ended up not going to school the following year. Is that part of the orientation program? Um, uh, We'll take you around the school and then you bang Nick. (laughs) And then you can decide. By the way, Nick, my husband does not believe this story at all. He swears that they hired a hooker for you. Uh, No, no. No, no, it was real because after they were done, they took her to a farm where she could run around and and live out the rest of her life. Yeah, it's very possible. I know her first name is April. Well, you don't. Then you know her name. Yeah, I have no idea what her last name was, and I never saw her again after that night. You guys, so. you guys spoke to my divergenator, remember yeah. Michelle Levitt? Right. Yeah, and I think she she recounted that while it wasn't dazzling, it wasn't bad, right? No, she said it was pretty underwhelming. Mm. Oh, did she? If I recall, yeah. I have a, a close friend who lost uh, hers on uh, a golf course on the uh, on a green on a golf Along course. Those holes. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, so she, you know she's kind of proud of that. It wasn't fun for her because I don't think it's ever fun for the girl in the first time. Right. Or it's rarely fun, but um, you know it's a cool place you to know, have it happen. You you hope for the optimum situation, which is where you actually really like the person or love the person, if that's swingable. But know yeah. the person. Or know the person. Before the person's night. breathing. <laughs> or there's no smell of formaldehyde. Actually, <laughs> you know, Tara Reed's character in American Pie. I think I think uh, she kind of did it right because she's facing whether or not to go off to college and probably lose it with just some random right. guy at a party, and she decides to go with her high school sweetheart and, yeah. and do it there. And do it. Yeah. I have a uh, three uh, girlfriends first week of college because they just they wanted to get it done, and it was very deliberate. They went out, they did it with a, a upperclassman, and they just wow. when they got to school, did they have it like a, was this on the on the order of a, of a pact they had made? Uh, yeah, kind of, Steve. Okay. They, they, they went out and they said we're not going to go through freshman year being virgins. We're not going to go through college being 
convergence, and they went out and they hooked up, and they just let guys do it just to get it over with. I wanted wow. a trapper keeper. <laughs> <laughs> here, let me let me run okay. down. I got it, Nick. Let me run down the rest of the list here, and then I'll get to some calls. Number six was hotel after prom. Sure. That was that. I think is yeah. probably a, a fairly standard one. Most likely places that you lost your virginity. Is Kathy going to reveal to us? Uh, I was in college in oh, okay. a basement. Yeah, <laughs> chained uh, up yeah. somewhere. Remember, remember the basement in? Uh, do you remember the basement in Blair Witch? Yeah. That's how it happened. Kathy, Kathy had to face the corner. Now, nah, Steve, or Casey, what they had was, uh, you know, one of those at the deli counter, they've got the little number thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Who wants the roast beef? <laughs> Open face. Uh, number five is the backseat of a car, which we had mentioned. Number four, a confessional booth. No. That is beyond I kinky. I think you'd have to pull back a little bit and say a church, because I, I the, the girl that, that uh, gave me my first HJ in the car, oh, yeah. we, almost, we almost did do it. She took me to a church one night when it was closed, because she knew how to get in, and we started fooling around in the church. And I'm like, dude, I'm not doing this. No, it's really it, because your, your junk to. will explode into flames. Yeah, it was it was really weird. So I'll bet you more. That's, just, that, right that, that's not where you do that. More you, people you, than you think have probably lost wow. their virginity either in a confessional booth or inside a church. Not um, synagogues, huh? Uh, not that I know of. Number three was parents' basement. Definitely mm-hmm. a given. Yeah. Sure. Uh, number two on the list, the top bunk at summer camp. I remember huh. Preston one time uh, the, uh, sitting on the couch where the the I was getting that same service that you had received. Yes. Uh, and and uh, the uh, dad decided to come down and watch so it was on TV. Oh, no. And uh, so uh, for the entire, I guess, whatever it was, Matlock or whatever they were watching... <laughs> Is that my, when he started my, tickling your butt? Yeah. <laughs> my my uh, I was my pants were down to knee level. You couldn't see because there was a comforter, and uh, I I was it was oh, it was no. as I was sweating bullets. Did she continue? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know it. All right. And then number one on the list is, and this is kind of a general one, but uh, Europe. If you ever took a trip to Europe, right? Probably just if you in general. Abroad there's or a chance that you might have uh, lost your virginity there. All right. I got tons of good calls. Let me go to uh, Mike. Hey, Mike. How you doing, man? Good. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Mike. So uh, we're looking at the top eight places that you've uh, lost your virginity. Where uh-huh. Where did it happen with you? Hard bench, four inches of snow with her on the bottom. <laughs> four inches of snow. <laughs> you made her lie down yeah. in the snow? You're so romantic, dude. On a park bench. We, uh, <clears throat> was hanging out at her parents' house, and uh, one thing led to another, and we couldn't do it there, so we walked down to the park and touched the uh, sleeve of my jacket there and wiped the old snow. How, how long did it take before her ass defrosted? <laughs> Uh, oh, we're losing him. Yeah, we yeah. lost him. All right, let me go next to uh, Scott. Hey, Scott, how you doing? This guy's nutted, bud. <laughs> <You just laughs> got got nutted. Nutted. Is that what you yelled? <laughs> What's going on, Scott? Oh, nothing much, man. Uh, I lost mine on a uh, picnic table at a campground. At a campground. Yeah, kind of like the uh, summer camp one on there. Yeah. Actually, at, at one time we moved from a picnic table to the bench in a dugout, which is right near there. <laughs> nice. Really? Yeah. All right, let me go next to, I have, uh... Steve, you were having sex all over the place. <laughs> yeah, wait, were you, what were you, like 15 or 16? Uh, or I lost it when I was eight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was part of a science project at school. Let me go to Dave. Well, hey. I got in trouble for that one. Dave, how you doing? Yeah, I'm Dave, what's up? Not much, man. How you, do- how you guys doing? Good, man. Go ahead. All right. Um, I was 13. Uh, Builder Square in the plumbing aisle. I just needed to get my pipes cleaned. So. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. 
Wait, <laughs> <laughs> he needed to get his spice. Wait. Hey. hey. Is that John Belarus? Uh, <laughs> let me go to, uh, is this uh, anonymous caller? Hello? Hello. Hi. Hello. Good morning. What's going on? Hello. Yeah. Oh, thank, thank you. you. So where did it happen with you? Um, in my boyfriend's parents' basement on a weight bench. A weight bench. That is a actually, a, that is an awesome uh, place to do it. Uh, but I remember it when I was. not. No? <laughs> well, if you're the guy, it is. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff to stabilize. Yeah. Uh, one, uh, the, Preston, maybe you've heard of this. One of the, when, when guys eventually decide that they would attempt to take care of themselves in other ways. Yeah. You know, uh, maybe uh, orally, so to speak. Uh, a weight bench is is one area. Wait, that when a guy would try to do it on himself, yeah, a weight bench. Yeah, I, 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 I was some some reporters you guys actually try that at one time, time or, or another. another yes. Whether you have, well, whether you will admit it or not, yes. dude, I admit you everything. just wanted to see if you could get down that really? far. Oh, Everybody, yeah. hell yeah, even I've done it. It's me. <laughs> I tried. I'm trying to tell you. I don't you care guys. who you are. You've all done it. Yeah. I have never ever attempted it. It's a, it. I knew automatically that it was a feeble attempt, so I didn't even try it. But I, I promise you, you thought about it. Oh, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. But, I mean, here, also the thing is, like, I was a diver, so I was in, like, you know, what they call a pike position. So without actually trying to do it, I was already aware that it was never, ever going to happen. Okay. All right. There. I was not a diver, so I kept no. going yeah. for the goal. So I just can't, couldn't wait for that medallion to be placed around my neck. Let me go to, uh, let me get Mike on the line. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Okay, hey, good. You guys are awesome. You Thanks, guys are awesome. bud. We appreciate Thanks. it. What's up, Mike? This is, all right, no jokes until I'm done. This is after a dog show. <laughs> okay. Everybody went back to this guy's house. There must have been 50, 80 people there. And everybody was, he was showing off his new boarding kennel that he built. Okay. So this was on the floor of a newly constructing boarding kennel. So I didn't care. You imagine the dogs barking. <laughs> and and this... at first, when we first went up there, I was only, I was a little older. I was only 16. Right, and the girl's like, how old are you? She's like in her mid-20s. And she's wow. Like, oh, she gets up. Oh, she's dude. Like, she left. I was like, oh, no, I screwed up. I missed my chance. And then just the whole rest of the night, I'm like, you got to show me this boarding kennel. you got to show me this boarding kennel. And, uh, yeah, on the cold concrete floor, and I didn't care. Wow. Yeah, of course you didn't. Afterwards, <laughs> did you guys share a bowl of water? Yeah. <laughs> don't even remember her name. You don't, wait, you don't remember her name? I don't even remember. Lucky. All I know is that she had really long hair and furry paws. <laughs> <laughs> she kept barking. <laughs> Occasionally, I'll see her at the mall and she'll stick her nose in my butt. Uh, let me go to. I have uh, Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, guys. Hey, Gadzooks. What's going on, Rachel? Um, like Kathy's friend, um, I was. It was Friday the thirteenth, actually, but it was in a cemetery. In a cemetery? Did, were, were you not a little skeeved by what you were doing it on? No, it was in the back seat of a car, but okay. we parked in a cemetery. Are you are you like a goth girl or anything like that? No, absolutely not. I'm like the most girly girl ever. We actually thought it was a park at first. Or <laughs> something like Until that. you noticed wow. they were burying bodies around it, you. It, it was wow. like one of those like flat. Tombstone uh, Memorial Park. Memorial Park. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Hey, I got uh, you. Press. You got a daughter now. Um, don't 
Don't you a little bit scared? I mean, I mean, this is years and years. Don't and I years. a little bit scared? Yeah, I don't. Know. I was gonna. <laughs> it, it's go, it, well, it's going to happen, and I assume it until is. that day you'll just uh, want to blow your brains out. Kath, what your parents do? You seem like you're a pretty well, respectable. You know what my, my this is what my husband says all the time. Him and his friends, they say that you know, no matter what, because my my dad and my husband get along great. But no matter what, he's the guy that's banging his daughter. <laughs> 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 yeah. The process continues don't, from generation to generation. Yeah, right. she's just one. You have some yeah, time, right? Exactly. Uh, let me see. Let me go to Tim. Hey, Tim, how you doing, man? Stop. Okay, keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> From road trip. That was pretty good, Tim. <laughs> that was pretty good. What's What's going on, man? Uh, when I was 13, I lost my virginity behind the dugout on a baseball field. 13? Dugout, dugout is a, it's a good place, isn't it? Yeah, well, I had to go behind it because it was kind of in a park and there were people around, so... Was there a game going on? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we have, we have audio of Tim losing it. <laughs> oh! Ah! <laughs> oh! Oh! I stopped! Okay, keep doing it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, on last night. God, I love that. That is a great movie. Uh, let me see here. Let me go next to, I have, uh, Rob. Hey, Rob. Yeah, hello. <laughs> Rob, how you doing, man? Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Rob? I was 12. I was working at a campground. My dad, he was a maintenance man. Yeah. And, uh, at night, old girls went down to the pavilion, and I was doing police call where you go pick up all the trash. Right. And, uh, they told me to sneak out that night, so I snuck out. My dad lived on the campsite. Right by you, actually. And, uh, and you were lane. you were twelve. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. And uh, where where exactly did it happen? Uh, in the pavilion down by the lake. In the pavilion. See, but that, I think that would be like an optimum situation. Totally. You're, you're, yeah. you're, you know, it, it's sort of very a. Romantic. Romantic area, yeah. For 12. Yeah. For 12. But, and I was Lots just of talking, s'mores. Uh, I, at the ages of, like, let's say 12 to 14, maybe even 15, I actually sort of avoided girls because I didn't have any pubic hair. <laughs> so I just didn't... I didn't want you them... You embarrassed. Yeah, yeah, I was totally... And, and you, I, you, you wouldn't purchase a Merkin? I, no, and I, I, I clearly remember this girl liked me. I knew her. I thought she was cute. And I was like, I can't because she might try and go down my pants. And well, you she, could you could have said that you, you could say that you were shaving for swimming. Yeah, I guess I could have. I didn't really think about that. But, you know, there, you there would have been some, like, follicle, you know, you could have seen some well, stubble. Yeah. Was, you know, uh, did, you, did you like this girl? I mean, did, did yeah, the girl? Yeah, yeah. I'd known her for, for, you know, a long time That's important, point. right? And I was like, and I couldn't believe that she liked me. And then I was like, oh, man, I can't. I just I can't look like it. Kojak yeah. down there. <laughs> Mini Kojak. Let Mini me go, Kojak. Let me go to Mini. Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how you doing? Doing all right, Gadzook. Gadzook. Jeff, what's up, man? Not much, but look, first of all, I just want to say, when you guys were talking about the confessional, I was just kept thinking about uh, Wedding Crashers with Vince Vaughn. That was a confession! Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I trusted you. I trusted you. What about you, Jeff? Your virginity. Where did you lose I was, it? I was actually on a beach. It was pretty cool. That's that's good. Uh, beach is overrated. Yeah. I, I, have you ever done it? No. Yeah. Well, so listen to the story. So uh, it's down in the CLC, right along the promenade. Okay. And uh, right when I climaxed, quote unquote, yes. the, uh, the tide came up. For lack of a better term, when I spewed. <laughs> From actually having said the word. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. When you say quote unquote, it doesn't really excuse the when word. I busted a nut. Bust a nut? Yeah. Oh my God. Wait, so what happened? 
right when right when that happened, the tide came up. And, like <laughs> and that was like the first time. So I was like, that was awesome. Well, right. that, that's the classic from here to eternity right. on, yeah. the, on the beach with the surf crashing in and all that stuff. That's... I think you would want a situation like that. Yeah, and, and no matter what you do, no matter how big the blanket is, you can't keep the sand out of, uh, out of, your, butt uh, out of your butt crack. Uh, the, the sand has no give, okay? So you don't have any sort of, like... Traction. Traction. Slash, I think you can work with it. But, no, no, but I'm talking about... What you about, do like, is you, you, you... Have you ever done it on, like, a hardwood floor? Or, or yes. something like that. I mean, that's essentially what what's going on. Like, like yeah, the worst, I, the absolute worst, Casey. Though, I yeah. mean, and I, I will, I live to remember the terror of this. I did it on a, like like a uh, the very um, what is the very indoor outdoor carpet? Uh, it begins with a B. Uh, Brains? In basements, they have this, this. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I have it in my oh, house. Oh, uh, yeah, Berber. Berber. Yeah. I, on Berber, uh-huh. was wearing it was summer. I was wearing shorts and took off the whole deal. And, yeah. I had scabs like unbelievable on my knees. Yeah, because it's like cement right it, underneath. It, it sawed my kneecaps off. Right, yeah. horrible. Right, I could see that. So it's just, I mean, listen. When you're quote unquote screwing, <laughs> yeah. when I'm busting a nut. <laughs> I mean, listen. when my pants are exploding. Uh, it's it's good quote to say unquote. That you've done it on a beach. So if you want to just do it to say that you've done it, that's fine. But it, it is definitely, I think, overrated. The lifeguard stand is I'll, where a lot of people do it. Yeah, that's true. You For know, I'll, I'll tell you where yeah. it is overrated is in the shower. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the anything, shower removes anything. all sorts of. Vital, yes. Yeah, anything with water, forget about Bad. it. Bad. No. You, Bad. You, you would think a hot tub would be cool, right? You know, no. a jacuzzi? No. no. Why a, do you think crabs have shells? Right. It's so funny, like, when, like at the beginning of the relationship, you'll shower together, and then showers no. just become the place where you clean yourself and maybe drink an occasional beer, because, you know, <laughs> sex in the shower is it's just... not good. No, it's overrated. Hey, by the way, I did, uh, and we have to ask this. It says, uh, get Marissa in there and ask her. She belongs to a firehouse, maybe a fire truck, possibly. Uh, Marissa, microphone no, is yours. Man, she's got stories. No, but I did date a fireman, and I always wanted to do that backdraft on top of the yes. fire truck. On the hoses? Not yeah. going to happen. No. <laughs> well, where, where, what about your virginity? Um, Mom and Dad turned off the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in my bedroom. Oh, oh you little oh. slut. Oh, wow. You didn't even care. Yeah, no where were your parents, your parents at? Oh, they were still at work? Though. This is right after school? No, they were out of town, actually. Oh. Yeah, I have a funny story, though. My, uh, my boyfriend at the time, I was 17. Do you remember his that- name? Eugene. <laughs> I found out that he made a bet that he was going to take my virginity before my birthday, oh. and he was getting money. That's so, so sweet. So I held out for a couple of days after my birthday. Wow. wow. What is this jerk's really? name? I don't know. JT. Okay. Let's just say. Nah, I, her. I, I could have got her in a world of trouble. <laughs> let me go to. No, no. Let me go to. Hang on. Let me go to Dave. Hi, Dave. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Dave, what's going on? Hey, not much, man. I want to tell you about a story when I used to work at Baskin and Robbins in California. Yeah. Me and my girlfriend uh, at the time uh, took a break and we went and did it on top of. Uh, Three gallon ice cream tubs in the freezer. Wow, you became the thirty sixth flavor. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's nasty. (laughs) What is this? Uh, well, we have that list. Can we put that up on uh, PrestonSteve.com? Because it not only just has the places, it's got explanations and what the situation was like and what you might have thought it had been like. What are you guys laughing it's at? It's not, not what we're talking about, but look at line oh, four. Line four. <laughs> line four. Do you want oh, me to go to that person? No. <laughs> no? No. Okay. All right. Pa- paraphrase it. Yeah. But well, you- they said they used a Ziploc bag as a condom. 
I've heard of that, and I've heard, actually heard of like cling wrap too. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Saran wrap? Yeah. Well, we have this list. Uh, that, I, my guess is that's ineffective. And it is the eight places you probably lost your virginity, and it's it's pretty comprehensive. There's some pretty good stuff there. <laughs> President Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. Maybe it's a good thing that I, I will not be going home until tonight. March. <laughs> now, I'm not going to get home. I'm going to get home, and I'm going to have a half hour with my kids, and I'm going to go to bed. Do you long, really need to spend time with your kids? Or yeah, ass, no, I have to spend time with my kids. <laughs> but it's a good thing that I will not be there because I'm kind of in the doghouse <laughs> with the wife. Hey, I just left. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. well, I just climbed right back in. Nice. And uh, uh, I don't know if I'll uh, enjoy Why? Well, well. Did you force sex on her again? <laughs> no, but I did. Did you tie her uh, down? I did. I flicked her nipple, and she didn't like that. You did the nipple flick. Yeah, I did the nipple flick. Which... Why would you do that? Because they were hanging there. I mean, you know, I mean, it was. Wait, did she have a shirt on? No, she was. It, she oh was, yeah, getting had, changed. It was at a wake. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> she, no, she was. Yeah, she was, she was getting changed, and uh, and they were hanging there. <laughs> and I was and I was nearby. <laughs> and I, but the thing was, is I I just you know when I flicked it, I did like the middle finger. Oh, you're an no, that's a painful flick. Yeah. Flick thing. And I and I just I just caught the tip of it and just boom. You probably it, knew mid flick that you shouldn't have been doing that. It stung. So you knew before that you yeah, shouldn't be doing that. Let me explain something to you guys. What? That is the most annoying thing in the world. But I damn get, it, it's funny. I know? get, but I, no, I didn't get. I don't get like that. You know where where it would be painful. <laughs> but every morning, every <laughs> single morning. I get a boob flick. You get Every a boob. morning. But your boob flick, the gesture you just did indicated that what is done by this nameless man who lives with you <laughs> is that he cups his hand under your breast and then flips it up. Yeah, see, that's the lift. From, uh, it's a, I, that's a full That's a full flick, though. Because I put lotion on every morning oh, really? before I get dressed. Yeah. 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 Let me just... <laughs> 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 I gotta go pee by myself. But during my, my lotion session... <laughs> you start with the left breast or the right breast? <laughs> I put lotion on my breasts. They need to be uh, moisturized as well. Um, Is that a service that you farm out occasionally? <laughs> no, but every, every, to- every morning during my lotion session, I get, you know... <laughs> From, he'll, walk, he'll walk in the room because he gets up with me. He goes to the gym. So so we right. actually leave the house at the same time. And, uh, yep, just a little. Every, every, every I morning. Want to, I want to turn around and punch him in the face. Punch him in the sack. That's yeah. how you let That's what I want how, to but do. But obviously you are, you're, you're availing the goods. No, for... I'm hydrating my boobs. <laughs> oh, God. I Isolate that, please. Isolate that. Uh, no, but, but 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 the maneuver he's doing on you is uh, I I kind of I I liken that to the to the produce section because it's like picking up something going it's about a pound and a half <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. it's, it's it's not really invasive. Do you have but, a meat scale in the room? Well, no, yeah. but he knows that I hate it, so it's it's like a real quick like it's a. You know, because I will try to block him. You know, you know what? Cast, Hit though. him in the nuts with a ball peen hammer. <laughs> you could try. Well, I was going to say, I, I feel like you have no room to talk because I'm not even married <laughs> well, to you. I know, Casey, but I, I also know, know that maybe I, I should never bend in front of you. I'm not even married to you, and you will stick something in my butt. So I can only imagine what it would be like to actually be married to you. How many times a day do you oh, shove something? Do you, do you do a hook and ladder on your... Uh... No, well, She does it to me, and she doesn't even... She 
just well, I don't use my, my I don't use my fingers with you. I'll use right. like a pen or something yeah, I have in my hand. But, but I'll use no. In my house, you can't walk up the stairs with somebody behind you because you are going to get a little you know probe. shove in the yeah a little probe. There's not a lot of room between my chair and the wall, and Kathy Oral sits to my right. Anal sex. And when she goes by me, if I'm sticking out even just a little bit to get by me, she doesn't tap me on the shoulder and say excuse me. She shoves two fingers underneath my armpits and tickles me every single time. Well, that's nothing. That's that's playful schoolyard you know, antics. No. When you're performing a rectal search on someone, yeah. that's an entirely different animal. I take a rectal so search. Does he do that in retaliation? Yeah. Because I know a lot of dudes will do will do the. Uh, you talked about Preston when you just at the uh, when you're just standing at the counter in the kitchen, yes, speed bagging uh, your wife's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yep. and your wife is is buxom, yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, that's why you can't help it. Sometimes they're bouncing around, and you stand on her feet and you speed bag, right? So fun and they're playful. Motorboat those boys, you know. There should be like an addendum to the vows that you you have taken because it's not said. It's Sort of unspoken that uh, you know, uh, I, you know, I you know, I will love you, honor you, I will cherish you. you. Always stick my finger in your butt crack if you happens to peek out when you're bending over or if you're wait, cleaning wait. the floor. Will you do? You will do exposed butt crack. Uh, no, 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 no. No, you exposed. will. You, you will do through the pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll, but but right. anytime you're not going to go Dutch boy on him. No, 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 no. I wouldn't do that. And it's not. I'm not really like penetrating. I'm just yeah, giving a little. I've been there. Just give it a little poke. Yeah. But that's why I do that. Yeah, I mean, but if, you can't. Yeah. You can't bend over in my ass like you can't because anytime there is Listen, clear there, view i can't yeah. the, the boob flick is much more valid in my eyes no, than the so jamming annoying. your fingers in <laughs> someone's crack <laughs> in case he has no you have no problem in that arena though because during the when we shot the uh hot sauce up Joe's <laughs> <Yeah>. ass, <laughs> casey <laughs> takes because we had heard that dairy helps diminish the pain <laughs> of burning hot sauce so casey figures well Cheese is dairy. <laughs> Taking slices of cheese and, and smacking them up Cramming Joe's them ass. Up in there. Yeah. Oh my god. And did it help? No. no. Oh yeah. <laughs> but listen, I know we we had probably talked about this years ago, but and I want to thank the caller who had mentioned this because I will occasionally do this, and I, to me, it's the one of the funniest things on the planet. Teabagging a senior citizen. <laughs> is, well, second that's pretty. Yeah, all right, it's the second funniest thing. Uh, what are you doing while driving? And and your wife is sitting in the passenger seat. Oh. Is uh, if you reach over with your right hand and squeeze her boob, you squeeze it twice and at the same time honk the horn. <laughs> bam, bam. Oh, it yeah. is, it is one of the most That's entertaining. Great. I will go you one further, Preston. I think it, it should. It, when you talk about that, the, that those marriage vows, yeah. you, not only should you exchange the rings, but you should exchange one of those curled clown horns yeah. that you can wear on wink exactly for that purpose. I have it at all times, Kathy. I think that you're fair game though, especially when you're lotioning your breast. Yeah. And then, like, the, could the, you not take that into the bathroom and do it? But I mean, it's do you my have, bedroom. If, no, if, I if get you're right, the you're bedroom. you're right next to any guy lubing up those puppies. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, I think, look, I'm not sitting there rubbing, I mean, no, no, no. continuously rubbing oh, 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 they're so smooth. I lotion my Look, Dennis, look. They're glistening. <laughs> On behalf of the heterosexual male and, and uh, lesbian females all across the Delaware Valley, thank you for bringing this up because we would have never known that you lotion your boobs every <laughs> right, morning. Yeah. I think, and, and it's not just my boobs. It, it, it doesn't matter. Body. That alone has made this conversation. The man in the boat gets a nice treatment, too. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Give him a little back massage, if you know what I'm saying. A little shiatsu. <laughs> <laughs> what music is playing? Yeah. Oh, my God. She sings the Alexa Raid. <laughs> oh, my God. The Alexa Raid? <laughs> what? The Billy Joel song about the clam fish. <laughs> oh, my God. Let me, let, me, let me go to uh, Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank you. What's up, Melissa? Nothing. Kathy, I'm very ashamed of Why? you. Why? Why? Because my boyfriend, every time I'm walking up the steps, decides he's going to stick his finger up my butt. <laughs> I know. It's just funny to see how far he'll like jump up the stairs, how many st- steps he can go. I have to either let him go before yeah, me or yeah. run up the stairs because it's the most annoying thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, I know. Uh, people I agree. Will, will run up. I, I don't. I, I'm not that fascinated with that with that particular uh, uh, input. so funny, though, Steve. Uh, yeah, but I love, I love seeing when some guy does uh, the hook and ladder to another guy because it is. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's we just said. such an invasive oh, okay. out of the blue I mean let's put it this way Bam did it to Johnny Knoxville yeah right there at, at, the at our sta- studio at the station one time here's a guy who's done absolutely every foul thing in the world <laughs> yep. and he was like what are you doing yeah I, in a, in, back in the band days we used to that was constantly going on and it, and it was just so damn funny because everybody always had the exact same facial expression this is, for, is just for those in the studio but it was like this Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it was every time <laughs> your lips purse up and your eyes get big and you're like, <laughs> anytime it happens to me in the studio or in the the office here, I know it's Kathy. And, and like, I mean, how whack is that? That if there's something being, probed, I, I mean, at the camp out for hunger, I was underneath the table, like plugging something in. And next thing I know, there is a Sharpie hanging out of the top of my butt crack. And I was like, oh, Kath, come on. It was just, I mean, you just open yourself up. Well, I know. if you're leaving, if you're leaving, you know that exposed. I think that's okay. <laughs> Let me go to John. Hey, John, good morning. John, John either. John! Uh, we lost John. He was our first caller. He was up for a while, but uh, apparently uh, his uh, girlfriend uh, taps him in the boys pretty regularly. Oh, oh. here's the difference. And, oh. and so, therefore, he will do the boob flick right back. Boob uh, flick will not cause pain. A ball tap, even of a, uh, a very light conservative motion mm-hmm. will can still cause pain. Yeah, I won't do that. That's kind of I'm not yeah. that's off limits. You can't do that, but uh one a, a wood planer across his taint. Yeah. Let me go to uh Kelly next. Hi Kelly, good morning. You guys rock. Thank you. What's going on, Kel? So, I've been with my husband for 15 years. We're high school sweethearts and every day, Kathy, I get groped. <laughs> And if I don't get groped, I have to ask them, what's wrong today? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you mad at me? (laughs) Why are you mad at me? What did I do? You haven't touched me today. It's become part of the morning ritual. I don't feel like molesting you today. Yeah, Yeah. it is. But it is. It's a morning ritual. Would you miss it? And I see him coming in the mirror. I can see him coming. I'm like, oh, God. Really? Do I try to block or just let let him do it? Try to block. (laughs) (laughs) Try it. Well, all right. So let me just get the the, the layout of the room here. You're you're on one side of the bed. He's on the other side, correct? (laughs) Uh, well, no, he he goes into the bathroom. I'm on my side of the bed, which is closest to the door. Right, so you pull out your lube, your 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 breast lubing ointment. It's lotion from okay. the bath and body. Okay, knocker cream, and you're going to town, on, and you're you're lubing up, and then he comes around to the side of the bed while you're there yeah. and just flicks. And flex, gives me a flick. Yeah. Okay, is that in lieu of a kiss goodbye? <laughs> no, no, no. Then we kiss when we leave. Okay. But, yeah. Is there any sound effect made while doing that, or like you know? Uh, uh. <laughs> No, no, it's just that he just, <laughs> he just tries to get in there to get the flick. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to go to uh, Joel. Hey, Joel, how you doing, man? Hey, guys, you guys rock. Thank you. What's going on, Joel? 
Hey, uh, me and my buddies back in college, instead of just going for the butt with the hook, yep. uh, whenever you're walking near someone, specifically, we used to go for the taint. Really? Oh, yeah. that, is a, that is a tough maneuver. Were you able to pull it off a lot? Uh, yeah, sometimes. And then when the other person would complain, the trick was to to claim like they've been asking for it. Say stuff like, oh, but I thought that's what you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> your, your body language was suggesting you wanted that. I love yeah, that. Exactly. It's, oh, it's that's there, great. Haunting I thought, me. I yeah, that's you were, you then wanted. you just become a helpful friend. Oh, my God. Casey, next time I stick a Sharpie <sighs> in your butt, I'll say that. Oh, that's what you wanted. I, you know what, though? Like, and I think the last time you did it to me, I was like, I um, would probably I be that. fired if I did that to you. Like, you I, did say I, that. Yeah. But I did it to you like twice. Dude, it's not I, like I stick things in your butt. All I the time. saw your butt crack last week. You were leaning forward <laughs> oh, on yeah. in the uh, conference room, and I was like, "Oh man, I should." And then uh, instead of putting something in there, I just told you that I saw I it. Know. That's the repressive yeah. society in which we live. Right? I know. You, you just at the workplace, you're almost dissuaded from sticking staplers in people's asses. Yeah. <laughs> let me go to uh, Jim. Almost. Hey Jim, how you doing, man? Hey, morning, guys. First, let me say, Kathy, thank you for the visual. All right. Casey, there's a little payback. It's called a credit card swipe. You point, you, you flat your four fingers, and when she bends over, you slide your four fingers all the way through the crack. There and you say, go. Credit denied. Credit denied. Credit denied. I'll do that. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Use a real credit card, and then when the person turns around, you cut it up. Like, <laughs> sorry, that's right. Hey, let me go to uh, Christina. Hi there, Christina. Good morning. You guys rock. Thank you. What's going on, Christina? Uh, every morning, my boyfriend uh, tends to hold my boobs as I, like, brush my teeth or as I'm, like, doing my hair or something. Do your boobs occasionally get in your mouth while you're brushing your teeth? <laughs> yeah, he holds them up. He thinks that I can't hold them up. They're too heavy. You know what? I've done that. Here, let me get this for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me hold this for you. Yeah, they, they, were, they were uneven. Let me. It's, it's like in uh, in uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. Steve Martin always does that. When you fell, your boobs, your breasts fell out of whack. No, I wonder if that's something. No, that, Casey, I love that you yeah. could use it in, in an instance where she's got like stuff in her hands. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, let, me get that. Yeah. Hey, let me let me get those for you. Do you just rejoin. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I'm in trouble now, but All I right. may use that later today uh, because that's that's too priceless. Make her bring something in the house. <laughs> uh, let me go to, uh, I have uh, Mike on the phone. Hey, Mike, how you doing, man? Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Mike? <laughs> Not that I go to a bar in northeast Philly, and there's a uh, waitress there, and there's probably about 15, 20 regulars, yeah. and um, we shoot pool. And the uh, one waitress there, she calls it a cheese curl, where she grabs two fingers and grabs you underneath the uh, sack area, and kind of like the credit card thing up your crack. She'll do. She'll do. She does a so curled she, fingers under your sack from behind. From behind. They, oh. that's, that's almost like a hook and ladder. Yeah. Hey, Mike. Yes. What bar is that? <laughs> Sodomies. Here. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, Copa Banana Northeast. Copa Banana Northeast. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, Stop uh, in for the free cheese <laughs> curl. Yeah. And rectal exam. I love it. Really? What's her name? Uh, Stacy. Stacy. All right, stop in to see Stacy at lunch. <laughs> I'm guessing Stacy's not like a 20-year-old college co-ed. Is more like a... Is she a slightly older woman? We're losing. I'm sorry? How, how old is she? Um, I would guess about... Uh, 25. Oh, Because oh, I thought, I'm just going to play with you, sweetie. I'm going to give you some cheese curls. This is called the bugle. <laughs> Hang on. Let me go to uh, Christy. Hi there, Christy. Good morning. Good morning, guys. You guys rock. Yeah. Thank you, Christy. What's going on? 
I just want to, uh, by the way, I am a black listener. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
That's uh, yeah. That deserved a kick in the balls. That can hurt like a son of a bitch. That can sting. Uh, so anyway, I guess I gotta I gotta do a little apology, or maybe maybe I have to uh, I have to allow her to do the card swipe to me. I don't sure. know the credit card. We'll yeah. have to see, but um, uh, not happy at the household because of that. But at least she doesn't get it every morning like you do. Yeah, Ken, so. I know. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say Alexa, open MMR. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Files. We're going to start with this. Uh, police spotted a man named Timothy Placco driving on a dirt road. They said that he was looking at a stack of women's sonograms that he had downloaded on the Internet what? and then had printed. Placco gave them permission to search his van, and then that's when they say they found a series of strange items. Among them, a blonde wig, rope, binoculars, an 18-inch machete, knives, gloves, two spent 9-millimeter oh, shell God. casings, God. and 18 human teeth inside a film canister. <laughs> Placco, he was bringing some ointment back to the girl in the ditch. Uh, Placco <laughs> told police that he had driven into the wooded area to call his girlfriend. But according, I had to come out here to look at my sonograms. But according to the police report, when they questioned him about her, he admitted that he really wasn't calling anyone and said he was just driving around. Placco says that they were all gifts from his ex-girlfriend, except the human teeth. Those he said he found while rummaging through the garbage. Just uh, a dude driving his teeth around. That's right. Placco has been charged with... Get uh, off my back. ...carrying a concealed weapon. A woman wounded herself and a man on July 3rd while attempting to kill uh, mice with a 44 caliber Magnum revolver. <laughs> the, the woman had drawn the gun from a holster under her left arm. This is was, a rat. You better get the elephant gun. It was in a holster, <laughs> intending to shoot mice scurrying across the floor of her of her trailer. Uh, no. Okay. The revolver no, makes sense. The revolver instead slipped from her hand and fired as it struck the floor. The hey, bullet, trailer ain't big enough for the both of us, Mickey the, Mouse. <laughs> the bullet went through the woman's right kneecap, <laughs> then hit keys hanging on the belt loop of a 42-year-old man in the trailer. I reckon your time has come. The bullet glanced off the keys and tore a hole in the man's pants. The bullet grazed grazed the man's groin before wow. stopping in his coin pocket. Maybe we should stop. 
where it was recovered for evidence. Uh, the names of the shooting victims were not released in the incident. Well, they picked the right amount of firepower to take down a mouse. A forty-four, mm-hmm. obviously. Most powerful handgun in the world. That's right. It'll kill most mice. <laughs> <laughs> most. Most. Not the big bastards. A Houston man was sentenced to 35 years in prison on Tuesday after prosecutors say he fatally stabbed his roommate during an argument about foot odor. Uh, William Serrano pleaded no contest to murder in the death of Noel Vaquero. Uh, Serrano cried as he told the district judge that he had been defending himself against Vaquero. However, no evidence was available to show Lord, that, Va- are you gonna cry now? <laughs> that Vaquero Come had a on, weapon. Cry, baby, cry for me. Come on, cry. <laughs> The defendant said the victim had... That judge is not very understanding. ...had smelly feet. Uh, another roommate... <laughs> a, uh, would you repeat that, sir? Oh, he had smelly feet. Smelly feet. A, a roommate... An, another roommate, a woman, told investigators that uh, she had the men arguing... Heard the men arguing about foot odor. She said she saw Serrano stab Vaccaro 16 times. Once uh, for each time. And there had been... Uh, there had not been any trouble between them before. Uh, a teen with a list of Fort Worth area police departments was arrested Tuesday after he attempted to deliver cookies laced with LSD to the Lake oh. Worth Police Department. Uh, the 18-year-old had a list of the names of 25 area police departments, and 12 of them were checked off. I'm sure police always gleefully eat food dropped <laughs> off by civilians. Well, it was uh, the, the cookies and candy came in a basket that was uh, looked like it was from Mad Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Okay. Wow. So he had it. He went to great lengths to make it look official. Crime of the century. Uh, no injuries have been reported, but Fort Worth, Fort Worth police have uh, confirmed that at least three officers ate cookies from a basket delivered to the downtown office. He spelled mad with an L. Uh, authorities alerted area law enforcement agencies about any suspicious baskets with the mad logo on them uh, arriving at police stations. And we'll do one more quick story and wrap this up. Uh, let's go with... We'll make it uh, a good one. Here we go. A teenager was stunned to find that a baby bat had been curled up inside her bra for five hours as she was wearing it. Abby Hawkins thought her cell phone was ringing when she felt vibrations, but she later discovered the tiny creature uh, tucked away (laughs) in the padded pocket. Her bosom is so warm and reminds me of my home cave. Of her underwear. Mm -hmm. As uh, staff and colleagues crowded around Miss Hawkins. I tried your crotch first, but... It's uh, too smelly. <laughs> oh, you need to douche. I'm just saying as a concerned baby bat. Oh, my God. Now, excuse me, I'm going to take a little snooze. <laughs> Ms. Hoggins produced the bat, which her manager later released outside. Uh, she said, when I was driving to work, I felt a slight vibration, but I thought it was just my cell phone in my jacket pocket. Must be my bat ringing. <laughs> it was not until her lunch break. That would literally be the bat phone. The bat phone. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was, it was... It was not until her. Yeah, hello. <laughs> it was not until her lunch break when she felt a strange movement inside her bra, which had been hanging on her washing line the previous yeah. night. And I guess that's how awesome. the the bat got in there. And that's it. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you, my friends. What's new? Glad you asked. Greta Van Fleet. Mark Morton with Chester Bennington. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR.
with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And I'm supposed to play this. <laughs> all the ends of the earth, all you creatures of the sea, wow. lift up your eyes to the wonders of the Lord. Oh, the Lord of the earth, oh. the master of the sea. What's going on, man? Well, Ted Danson has called for safer worldwide fishing practices in order to protect the sea life from mercury contamination and to prevent a depletion of the ocean's resources. Said one Japanese fisherman, quote, Well, if it's Ted Danson asking, then I'll get right on it. <laughs> what? <laughs> the closed divorce, divorce trial of Paul McCartney and Heather Mills McCartney has been extended for a second week despite plans for the proceedings to wrap up this Friday. The sticking point causing the delay is an intense battle over which of the two will get custody of the George Foreman grill. Oh, oh my God. Screeching halt. Oasis frontman Liam Gallagher tied the knot with longtime British singer girlfriend Nicole Appleton in London on Valentine's Day. When asked what drew her to Liam, Nicole responded, quote, his childlike innocence and happy-go-lucky sense of humor. Aww. Such a positive person. And finally, the Denzel Washington and Forrest Whitaker movie, uh, The Great Debaters, took home the award for Best Film at the NAACP Awards. Atonement also received an honorary award as Best Honky Flick of the Year. Oh. <laughs> That's your Hollywood track. Wow. Nice. Thank you very much, Steve. Uh, by the way, I got a... Uh, I got an IM. It says, uh, let Steve know, this is from Fruity Babs, uh, just sang every word of that creature song right along with him. That wasn't that Steve. Was, uh, that was Casey. That's Casey. It says, in operatic style. Oh, yeah. And it says, I also went to uh, the next verse. I have not heard that song <laughs> since Catholic school. That is a ch- that's a church uh, I can't song. stop laughing. That is a chirp song. Uh, chirp. <laughs> <laughs> we did it in chirps, man. <laughs> um, but in, in grade school, we every first Friday, uh, the whole school went to mass. And that was the song that they sang at the uh, recessional. Right. At, at the chirp. very, very end. And when you get to the master, like you would just hear it was like a whisper. All the kids couldn't wait to get to that part. All the <laughs> ends of the earth, all you creatures of the sea, lift up your eyes to the wonders of the Lord. I think you have a good voice. Lord of the earth, the master of the sea. Do you know what the next line is? Oh, yeah, but I couldn't get Oh, Vodio, no. <laughs> um, no, but I started. Who's your daddy? I started too high, so there's no way I was going to get there. <laughs> you couldn't yeah. get there. You know what, though? That reminds me of like Jim Neighbors. Remember Jim Neighbors used to have Gomer Pyle? He used yeah. to have albums. Yeah, 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 yeah. He talked like this, but in normal life, Old Man River. He was classically trained singer, right? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I guess. Oh. He, he still sings if he's still alive. He sings the. <laughs> He still sings the national anthem at the Indianapolis 500. Really? Yeah. Jim Neighbors. Yep, every year. Let wow. that go. Wow. <laughs> when your honorary honorary uh, uh, pace car has goober in it. <laughs> this one says, yeah, that we also did body movements to that song, too. Body movements? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't have body movements to that <laughs> Roll song. Roll your shoulders? No. Was she going to talk about bowel movements? <laughs> Maybe. I don't really know. But, Steve, they're actually, speaking of Jim Neighbors, there is a Jim Neighbors CD out there. I mean, oh, there's ex- many of them. There's tons ex- of them. Yeah, it exists. I mean, I saw the oh, commercial. Yeah. For it. Like, you know, somebody's sitting there going, I need a Jim Neighbor CD. Thank you, commercial on TV. Yeah. Dude, that's probably Mrs. Neighbors. There yeah. was, uh, Steve, do you remember they used to run commercials for Slim Whitman? Oh, yeah. Slim, Slim Whitman, who apparently sold more albums than the Beatles in Beirut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who? You guys, you don't Those remember pop- that. No. Slim Whitman was it with Yodel. Yeah, it was like the early 80s, and he was this uh, country. He, he was big in Europe. He, he was, was huge in Europe. Massive. And they would have little infomercials that would run for the Slim Whitman collection. Press, I, I, they used to pass. 
found that. This is before there were a lot of cable channels, so you'd see that all the time. You would see the Roy Orbison commercial, Zamfir, Master yeah. of the Pan Flute. Sure. That's the one that all I remember. The time. And I watched a lot of TV in the 80s, and the Zamfir was on all the time, but I don't remember the Slim Whitman. Slim Whitman. Yeah. What, what, he, had, he had one, like, semi-hit. I couldn't tell you. Okay. I just knew the infomercials, and that was it. And they always... I think it was uh, "Don't Fear the Reaper." It was <laughs> Galbell. Really? No, that yeah. was... no that, and, and they always had a voiceover that was like, "He's entertained millions for decades, <laughs> or now, thereabouts." This astonishing collection can all be yours. And it was always. When this... was the last time an album made you say, "Let's get back in the car and return this"? All you creatures of the sea. Lift up your eyes to the wonders. I'm sorry. He's thrilled audiences in groups of 10 to 15. <laughs> Lift up your eyes to the wonders of the Lord. By the way, church. You're, you're going you're for going it. For it. I had to. Did you see me yeah, quitting in that? No. I saw you dying. I, I can't believe we only got two verses, man. I'm, I'm sorry. Church songs <laughs> suck. You have no idea. I... For two weeks, I think, Press, you've been reading that thing for Academy of Natural Sciences, and every time, you know, I'm trying to have this inner thing going on so I don't just blurt out, you know, everything, just blurt you it out. Just, you wanted to sing it every I time. I wanted to. I wanted to. I was like, you know what? Let me just go record this. Let me have him listen to it. Because and you I'll, know we would have tore you a new one. Uh-huh. Right no, oh, but Casey, I know what you mean because there was something else that Preston had. I forget what it was, but every time he, he and I thought somebody else was going to do it, and you didn't, but I just wanted to sing. I couldn't remember what it was. Lift up. Oh, damn. Your eyes to the Steve, you said church songs are the worst. Church songs are the worst. Steve, my mom used to, we would have to stay until the end of the song because it didn't matter what song it was, it was her favorite. Oh, oh wait, no, 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 this is my favorite. This is great. This is my mean, favorite. I love the ends of the earth. I and love this. Even the music runs out at a certain point because they try to jam to it. And the crucifixion and pacification of the followers <laughs> of the sanctity of the... What? <laughs> my dad's a canner. up your eyes to the wonders of the Lord. And you can't, you can't fit the syllables in with the music. No. No, and it's always the same music. And I would hear my, my dad's a cantor for for our church, and I would hear him practicing. You know, like Friday, Saturday nights, he would you know he, he would get the psalm, you know, and you had to fit that psalm into whatever music was playing. And it was a, there's, you know, always, there's always some douchebag standing yeah. like four rows back. The House of Bread, you know that yeah. one. How's it go? Uh, House of Bread. Yeah, one one year apparently. Wait, wait, wait. House of Bread. House of Wheat. Yes, House of Wheat. Yeah. I would sing House of Bread. <laughs> you were saying House of Wheat. House of Muffin. I don't know. What are we singing about? But they jam so many lyrics into not enough music. All right, hold on. We have Slim Whitman. Uh-oh. Right, here we go. This is apparently... For That's it. <laughs> he sold over five million albums. For the number one entertainer ever to visit to Crete. I'm <laughs> Signed his first record deal with Columbia oh, Record House at the age of 11. One penny I got him 100 albums. Slim Whitman. Sometimes oh, Christ, does he suck. If your nut got caught in a door, you would sing like Slim Whitman. <laughs> Lose you. And you'd sit there and go, and, and you'd be so late at night, and you'd be so, yeah. you'd be going, yeah, you should probably check into this. And Steve, that's when there was nothing on. Right, yeah. And you would, sometimes, that's all, it was either that or static, and you'd be forced to watch the Slim Whitman infomercial. Oh, my His God. His concerts of wild people 
15, 20 at a time. Didn't, uh, Carson used to have him on, I yeah, think, Slim uh, Whitman. On, on occasion. Oh, yeah. That so. yodeling crap. You just wanted to hit him with a shovel. Wait, that made me think of that. I really want to know what song that is, House of Wheat, House of Bread. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, I do, though. but I can't and think I, I, of it. I want to say it. about how... How bread is, you know, wheat and the whole thing. And I'm like, what it's is not this? One bread, one, one bread, one party, one tears. Is that it? That's it. That's it? One bread, one party. <laughs> That's all How we know. That? That's all we know. You know what, man? My, I never know. I just move my mouth. Yeah. My because brain. the priest is always looking at me because I'm the bald dude in the church. <laughs> yeah. But between, you know, all of Catholic grade school and I went to two different Bible schools in the summer, my head is filled with so much Bible song stuff that, you know, and, and I can never... Did you sing? Did you used to sing? Um, yeah, when it got to a certain point, I had to. You, lo- you know, my, my dad was a canner. My yeah. mom, you know, is always a dress. Yeah, my my sister, I mean, they love singing at church, you know? Like, some Not people me. are just there, they're going to pray, they're going to do their thing, but then there's some people who just have to sing everything. I'm surprised that you don't kind of go for it, Steve and just sort of make fun of the process. Well, yeah, I used bit. to. Well, I used to. The one that, that my mom loves to sing is, uh, and I think maybe it's a pop song on top of it as well, or became popular, but that Morning Has Broken one. Oh, morning, morning has, has broken. broken. Something, something, something with the like, other thing. That was Seals and Croft, wasn't no, it? No, no. It's no. Cat Stevens. Cat Stevens. But, but they sing him, right? Church. No, really? no. No, it's a Cat no, Stevens song. It was a hit song. Really? Yeah. Was, I, well, it's huge. Saturday night and I ain't got no money. I got no money because I just got a... <laughs> Nick's mom would just and change so it. And I wish I had some. Everyone. Well, my son's in the way. Who let the dogs out? Ooh, 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 ooh. Just like a canine would bark. Hang on, let me go to... Uh, let me go to Jim. I thought that was a church song. No. <laughs> Some people are here are retarded. I don't know what time is. Hang on, Jim. You're on the air, Jim. Good morning. Durka, Durka, Durka. Durka, Durka, What's going on, Jim? I was laughing when you guys were playing the yodeling cowboy. Steve, do you remember Mars Attacks? Oh, yeah. That's what they used to uh, to make the aliens' heads explode. Oh. Yep, yep, the aliens that sound like Pierre laughing? <laughs> <laughs> But it wasn't Slim Whitman that it they was used. Slim Whitman. They, yeah, in fact, Slim Whitman music. Yeah, yeah. in fact, the, the grandmother was playing it at the old age home, yeah. and the alien's head started to explode. So they had the huge speakers all around, and that's what eventually killed them, the Slim Whitman music. Hang on, let me go to Matt's got another Slim Whitman piece of uh, information here. Matt, how you doing, man? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? Good. What's going on, buddy? Uh, you know, Slim Whitman is on uh, Rob Zombie's House of a Thousand Corpses what? CD. Really? Is he, is he in the soundtrack? Um, well, he's, he's got some strange stuff on there. He's got, like, Buck Owens and, and, oh, all right. and a few other things. But I didn't know Slim Whitman was on there. Yeah, he does a song. It's, um, like, I Remember You. Okay. And, dude, I'm telling you, it sounds like his nuts are exploding. <laughs> yeah. that, yes. that is, it's like if you caught your nuts in your zipper, you yep. would sing like Slim Whitman. Yep, exactly. So He sounds as if his nuts are caught in his zipper. <laughs> his music to kill aliens. Imagine the people here. who think that's romantic to put that on. <laughs> One cup for all. Oh, that's what it is. Well, crap. What? Up. I couldn't hear what they were saying. Fornication. <laughs> Somehow the chili peppers get in there. Hang on, let me go to another quick call. I'm going to go to uh, Heather. Hi, Heather. Good morning. 
Hi. Uh, I've got about seven years singing experience with a pro-cancer and a silly archdiocese. Okay, so you know your stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, we spent one summer where we were only allowed to sing Let's Be Peace on Earth as our final hymn. Yeah. Because uh, the priest is kind of anti-war and... Um, really bizarre experience. Like, needless to say, I never want to hear that song again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you hear, we hear, I mean, I know that there's a crap load of hymns, but they always sing the same ones in church. Yeah. Because we're stuck. We can only <laughs> teach people so many songs. Yeah. Or people complain that you never do their favorite song. It's, a, it's like a lose-lose situation. And then right. sometimes they, they, out of the, they'll, they'll pull out, like, Battle Hymn the Republic. You know, right? Like, it'll, it'll be like, okay. And then everyone knows, well, I know this one. Hey, look, happy birthday is one of the hymns. Yeah. All the ends of the earth, all you creatures we'll of one more the time. sea, lift up your eyes to the wonders I think that's Lord, good. For the Lord am I stupid? No, I am. The master of the sea. No, Casey, Casey sings. I think it sounds good to my ear. Yeah, Casey sings you. in key. He's doing a little bit of falsetto, falsetto on that, but uh, no, he can... I think it's good. He does. He does. I hire well. him. I will hey. tell you what. You should go to my church when um uh, they, they don't have breakfast. Well, no, no. Um, my old music teacher, Mrs. Lowe, or Miss Lowe, and then this other girl, Beth. They are so good. Like it, it, yeah. you know, normally it's just you know, you know, my people like my dad doing the cantering thing, you know. But these guys are really, really good. I think you, you would get a kick out of it. Yeah, I, I tend to avoid the singing, especially when somebody comes out with a guitar. The yeah. folk masses. Yeah. I want to blow my brains out. The folk <laughs> masses. Jesus. I like the guitar. Folk masses suck. Is that what they call them? Folk yeah, masses? God. I don't think even God likes a folk mass. You can actually hear the wind as God leaves the church with a guitar. I'm out. See ya. Well, we have a sixty thousand dollar organ system. Are you going to play that on your acoustic there? Right. Uh, well, anyway, Casey, thank you for the the, the fine vocal entertainment. Oh, thank we'll, you. Appreciate I don't it. know if we can handle that every time we do that library, but we'll, we'll attempt to. That fuse is burning. The Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.